I, I think my favorite is the uh, is like the, either the pizza flavor goldfish mm-hmm. or just the, the the cheddar blasted like the extreme blasted. It don't cheddar. fucking taste like pizza. No, no, nothing no. pizza no. flavor tastes like pizza except pizza. Yeah, I was having this conversation with Lauren about like some things that just. In our lifetime, they're never going to be able to make them taste like it. Like grape flavored anything doesn't taste remotely no, like grapes. Yeah, and it, watermelon is no, like, it doesn't taste like watermelon at all. However, it does taste like watermelon flavor. Yeah, like I know a watermelon flavor. Like I can immediately distinguish that. Mm-hmm. But like, and like cherry flavored shit doesn't taste like cherries. No, I mean it kind of tastes like those like. Dessert cherries that come in a can with all that syrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah like no cherries. Yeah, th- yeah, that kind does kind of taste like cherry flavoring, but See, that's because they're pu- pu- they're like but packing like, in that cherry flavoring with the fake cherries. Yeah, there ain't no such thing as fucking white cherries, and there ain't no such thing as fucking blue raspberries. Yeah. So we how did they talking, come up with the flavor? We were talking about blue raspberries, <laughs> and how did it become a standard? You know, yeah. Why is it there like twenty different variants of blue raspberry? And why was raspberry not fine? And my raspberry is good as shit, dude. I love raspberry. My conclusion stuff. was that people wouldn't get it if it wasn't blue because there's already red for cherry. Yeah. So they would. They wouldn't be interested in it. They only get it because it's blue. When they're uh, kids, yeah. it's just like I want the blue. I don't because care what yeah, if blue is like. my favorite color, I right. will immediately go towards anything blue. Like I always got the blue ices as a kid, even yeah. though the red icy was actually better. But the blue, it's yeah. blue. Yeah, it's better. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the white cherry icy is superior. Yeah. It's a white cherry. Exactly. And I don't need a fucking Coca Cola icy because I don't really like. That's super, just a frozen Coca Cola. I don't like yeah. super cold drinks to begin with. Yeah. So like, I'd rather just have the Coke. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, damn. What's that? John Dude. Cena's nose. Oh, God. John Cena looks terrible. He looks like Stallone at the end of Rocky. Yeah. yeah his nose is fucked. Yeah, today on uh, Raw, um, to date this podcast, uh, Seth Rollins like did a flying knee into John Cena's nose. It was like a jumping knee, like a standing knee, like which is impressive he got that high, but like it was a standing knee, and Cena should have turned his head. And Seth Rollins also should have hit him with his inner thigh. Mm-hmm. And Seth Rollins hit him with the spike of his knee. And Cena didn't turn. And Cena head. didn't turn fast enough, so he caught him right like near the tear duct, like Ugh. on that part of the bone. Yeah. You think he's gonna be out for a while? I mean, or do you think he's gonna wrestle through the pain? He'll wrestle. They'll he'll go to the doctor and they'll either break it or re-break it to set it or whatever or they'll set it and then they'll drain it. I hope he has to wear one of those Cody Rhodes face masks. He may though yeah. because. That's gonna be awesome. Have yeah. him like just mirror Cody's like whole angle about how he's just like this phantom of the opera monster. That I can only imagine that still wrestling in that <coughs> plastic face mask, like some of the NBA players do too. Yeah, for yeah. those who don't uh, watch wrestling, I imagine it still hurts like a bitch. Probably it because does. that thing is on your face, and whenever you take a bump and hit the mat, you know that thing's hitting your face. Like, that yeah, you're feeling it hit your broken nose. And the thing is, I don't know if either of you have ever had a sinus infection. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everything is amplified times like yeah. a thousand. It <laughs> so just echoes through your skull. I just imagine when Cena wakes up in the morning. I'm sure he's got good painkillers, but. He's going to have a massive migraine, and it's going to hurt to blink, and it's going to hurt to breathe. Probably. 
But uh, I don't know. I could see if it's bad enough. I could see them not making him wrestle for like a f- like a month. Oh, he's wrestling at SummerSlam. Oh yeah. Dude, oh, when yeah. is SummerSlam? Uh, three weeks, four weeks? It's, no, two weeks. It's almost a month. It's not, or it's okay, well, it August might be a lot better in a month from now. Yeah, because Battleground was last week, so I guess it's just there's like six weeks in between it on purpose. Uh-huh. There's a green stink bug on me. Oh wow! Oh, it's like fuck. must have just molted or something. Get off. Well, he did. Yeah, no, he's going up. Oh, um, out, out. <laughs> See, stink bugs, stink bugs, and beetles. I think have like a mental mental disorder. Like they can't, they don't have the coordination to fly properly. That's why every time you've ever seen a beetle or stink bug fly, they're flying like a bus. I think yeah. it's because they're armored too. Yeah. So it's probably then weird. why do they have the ability to fly if they can't accurately do so? I don't well, think I mean, they can fly very far. I think it's more like a extended form of jumping. Oh, like, like a grasshopper? Like the Hulk. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or like grasshoppers, they have wings, but they don't really fly. They kind of jump and then f- skitter. Like, they, f- they float through the air they like, like chickens. They well, like locusts fly. can fly, though. And yeah, locusts locusts can fly. basically grasshoppers? They're no. Like, I mean, they're almost the same thing, they're right? Like big. Yeah, locusts are like grasshopper demons. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, because, like, demons can fly, so that makes sense. Right, they yeah. Are yeah. Like an angel, remember when they went to that hell dimension? Let me ask... Where, like, vampires were so much worse? Yeah. Locusts are grasshoppers from that hell dimension. I was that thinking of this today. I was thinking about horror movies in general. What was the grand plan in The Exorcist like? What was Pazuzu gonna do with Reagan? Just fuck with her. That's my thing. Like, well, that's the whole like that's the whole thing I about like any kind of possession thing. It's like, what's the point? Yeah, it's not for like shits and giggles. Where Damien? Well, I guess he wasn't a demon; he's the son of Satan. But like, he was gonna take over. He was the Antichrist. So he yeah. was like gonna take over the world. Like, and he did. When yeah, he became Sam Neil. But the deep, like possessing, like it would make sense if you like possessed Arnold Schwarzenegger or, like, a guy in the military who could do some damage, but you possess, like, an 11-year-old girl. Well, I think the point isn't so much to take over the the world, it's the soul. Yeah, they want to, they want to corrupt the soul, and then that way they have it, you know? Well, I don't think they get the soul, I think that they just take over your body, and they ultimately can kill you. Right, but But at that that time in the movie, that, that that wasn't a religious family. Yeah, In the movie, so... Although they had a crucifix, which is odd. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I almost mean, every house has a Bible in it somewhere, you know. Yeah. Like, well, she was she was, she, moved, she was like uh, renting like a Georgetown apartment because she was there for a film shoot, so uh, that wasn't their normal okay. house. Yeah, and I think the the if I remember correctly, like one of the housekeepers like brought it in, like, and that was one of the early signs, like you know that like a housekeeper brought it in and oh. like she still didn't believe so she had gone to the why do I remember that much about the exorcist yeah I compl- I don't even know what you're I don't know about. I've seen the exorcist like five times in my life so like I remember like clips and I honestly just fat, like in my head I only really my, my mind picks up in the exorcist around the time that the exorcism actually starts no the mm-hmm. first scene I remember in the exorcist is when the priest is like jogging and he's wearing like a sweatsuit like out at that track. Oh yeah, that does happen. Yeah, that's that, isn't that where like the the cop like comes and uh, mm-hmm. talks with him. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. I guess the end game for a demon in the exorcist world is to corrupt a soul. Yeah, because I, I just remember like my grandpa was a Southern Baptist preacher, and my grandma was the wife of a Southern Baptist preacher, and they were both very like. Well, my grandpa's passed away. My grandma's still alive, but like. My grandma was very big on, like, demon possession and, like, believing in demons and shit. 
And like they always said that, oh, if you're saved and believe and, and have accepted Jesus or whatever, you can't get possessed because Jesus has possession of your soul at that yeah. point, so a demon can't get with you. But like they still tried to put the fear of demons in us, and like <laughs> we believe in Jesus. Why do we have That's to be afraid? A little of contradictory. Demon? Yeah. yeah. Like like I was always told that like if you accept Jesus into your heart, then. You know, you're, you're forgiven forever, no matter what you do, you go to heaven. So, yeah. like, so what's the point? You're telling me that I could go on a murdering rape spree. But if you believe in Jesus, you wouldn't do that. Yes. You wouldn't want to do that. Yes. You have Jesus. That's always the argument. Because I, Cause I guess I guess a demon contempt... Well, uh, or I guess, what, well, like you well, said, you why, why, would it, why, why worry about demons if a demon's going to tempt you? Yes, you shouldn't do that, but the end game is still the same of you going to heaven. Yeah. Religion podcast. We're not going to do this. Isn't this batch is from the weird? We're not going to discuss religion. We're going to talk about wrestling and, and movies and such. What podcast is this? Airport Road, the podcast episode fifty nine. Fifty nine. One away from sixty. Yo. We took a little break because everybody had some stuff going on. Yeah, me we, mostly. I think. Well, we summer. we were trying to record like three to- three two or three times, but just. Each time something came up for somebody, so yeah. and it's summer. It's, it's the hardest summer. time. Like in the winter, we always do it because we don't have shit else to do because it's the winter. Yeah, and it fucking sucks. Now, what's uh, what? What did we try to do tonight? Go to oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, they fucking close now. Yeah, we wanted to do a follow up to the iPod uh, podcast that we did uh, in like volume one of the podcast, like episode two or three. Rob, yeah, it was nineties uh, nostalgia. If you go back on. Uh, the archives of Airport Road, the podcast, you can find that really early on. Yeah. And we played like the third or fourth episode. Yeah, yeah. And a, and a friend of ours that uh, listened to the podcast uh, asked if we uh, suggested we'd try it again. And that, well, that was fun. And I really wanted a ham and egg belt right now. Dude, I was like looking at those chicken fajita omelets, man. Those looked fucking good. I did yeah. look at the menu and I was trying to like think in my mind, like, all right, it's like midnight. What the fuck am I going to eat? Because I'm not really hungry, but you can't go to a restaurant and not eat. Well, you can get a basket of fries. You can get a sm- st- small stack of pancakes. Well, that's what I was saying. It's like, oh, I can use like an oatmeal or something. Yeah. Or just get a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there is a Waffle House, but it's pretty far away. And I imagine okay. that would be a lot louder than an IHOP. Also, it's a Waffle House. Yeah. I haven't been to the new one, though. Mm. I mean, it is new. I never went to the old one. Ever? No. Oh, I've, been in one, I've been in one. I've been in one waffle house it. in my entire life. I didn't eat anything. It was like a, yeah, it was like a greasy, greasy tea room, like a greasy drunk style biscuit bill. Yeah, it's a it's a dive diner. Yeah, it's a it's a chain dive. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean every waffle house is shit. I've never been to a nice waffle house. I mean, <laughs> the new one looks nice. Kind of like I've never been to a good Kmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even in their day, like in the nineties. Like I don't, I always kind of thought Kmart was like grungy. Yeah, and it's I guess Kmart is, st- is still number three, right on the on the list of major retailers like that. Would it be Walmart, Target, Kmart? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Best Buy and shit have have. Well, yeah, much. but I'm not going to. Ca- Are you talking about like the, a, like general department stores, like box stores? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Best Buy is kind of a specialty store. I mean, we lost ours like over a decade ago, but I mean, they're still out there. I don't what? Know. Kmart. We have Kmart. We do? We still have a Kmart. I thought it closed down. No. It's still there. I go there like once a month. It's fucking awful. What was I thinking of? Roses maybe? Maybe I was thinking of. And Roses is back. 
There's what? still a well. That's Roses Express. Did I just like there's still an thaw a, after being frozen. There's for? still an actual Roses in Alta Vista. Really? Like a legitimate, and there's still a legitimate Roses in Myrtle Beach. Shit! I every know. year we go to Myrtle Beach, I'm like, I'm gonna go in there. And Lauren's like, you're not going in a fucking Roses on our vacation. I'm like. Valid point. <laughs> That's the difference between you and me. I'm still amused that Piggly Wigglies are still around. I've never They're been big into in the one. South. They have them at Myrtle Beach. Yeah, I've been to a, I've been to several different ones. Like usually, it's like when we're on vacation, you know, and it's like that's the closest grocery store. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a Piggly Piggly, uh, Piggly Wiggly or a Bilo. Yeah, I've heard of Bilo. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always imagine it's Delo's brother, Bilo <laughs> <Bilo> Brown. Oh. <laughs> uh. Poor D'Lo Brown, he's gotta live with that. Yeah, I would feel so much, so much shitty. That's what I'm always worried about, Rob. Because if you've never been around Rob when he's doing something besides sitting down, mm. motherfucker looks like he just got out of a swimming pool at yeah. all times. Because he mm. has like a very bad sweat problem. He's Asian. Yeah, and exactly. a lot of Korean people do have a sweating issue. Like okay. I, like I sweat. Incredibly easily, yeah. Like and Rob, everyone that I've ever went to, like all the Koreans at my high school, have like they sweat like peeling like like that Kevin James joke. I was peeling an orange. No, you doing yeah. jumping rope in the attic? Peeling orange. Do you think it's just because it's yeah. really humid in the south and they're maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know, but I know that you know for uh, you know growing up, me and Rob always sweated like yeah, Rob about every sweats time. really bad, and I'm always worried like he's gonna be fighting or something, and somebody's gonna try to body slam him, and, and they're gonna, gonna slip because he's soaking wet. Yeah, I mean that's just how I guess our family is. Yeah. So I mean, like that's why I like to sleep in like sixty-five degrees. Yeah, my okay. dad sweats a lot. Well, then your dad's white, so. Yeah, I know. I'm just blaming it on the Asianness. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I got I got to because it's the Asianness. Because Rob's it? lactose intolerant to a degree, and so is my dad. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> all right. So I'm guessing I should blame the white side of yeah. me. Yeah, sounds about like it. your issues are on the white side, yeah. not the Asian. Because my mo- I rarely see my mom sweat, and my mom's full blown Korean. So, <laughs> Plus so white you, people. your theory has been completely turned around. Apparently, all the only good I things only about s- me is the Korean part. I only sweat <laughs> on my back. Which is odd. That's weird. I'll do that too. Like, like I'll, if I'm in the car when it's hot, like my whole back, like, like the back the shoulder of my blade, shirt is yeah, so, it's so gross. But like my chest doesn't really sweat. Mm-hmm. I mean, my head will sweat if I'm running outside. But like, I will sweat everywhere. No, it's just my back. Really, it's mm. weird. Mm. This is our sweat podcast where we discuss <laughs> uh, bodily how we how we how we cool down Everybody and sweats, how, how our body secretes liquids. Let's let's bring it back to wrestling by uh, talking about probably the grossest toys ever. Maximum uh, sweat. sweat. It's yeah. a it was an untapped market. <laughs> you know, like you have baby dolls that pissed, and you had like baby dolls that you could feed, and they have baby dolls that poop now. Yeah, yeah, they do. Ugh. Action so figures gross. that could talk, or like even ones that you would like that would squeeze ooze out of their mouth. Nobody touched. You know, okay, they're like we have these wrestling figures. We got ones that punch, and we got some that come with armor that snaps on. And you know, they, they brought those back. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, we got what? What other thing do, do wrestlers do? They sweat. They sweat. Kids will love it. Yep. Here's the thing. And I did, actually. If I collected the a, shit out of this. a clever child like me, you put red food coloring in that water. Oh, oh, did you do that? Yes. Oh, you're smarter than me. That's you're cool. so much smarter than me. Because I didn't even think about doing that. I just took fake blood and then put it on them. I only had, like, two. I had, like, Road Dog and Gangrel. 
Every every single match was a Japanese death match. Yeah. <laughs> I may have had Kane. I got lucky. I got a uh, I got got Kane Undertaker. I had a Kane Undertaker Stone Cold and The Rock, and I found nice. all those at Kmart <laughs> in uh, in in West Virginia when I went to go visit my grandma, and she got all those for me, and I was so excited to the point that after that I saw Road Dog and Billy Gunn, and I was like, I don't. Yeah, I got the good. I got the ones I want, guys. You got everyone important. The Kane one was cool because you could take his mask off and see what he looked like underneath. Mm-hmm. And he was all burnt to shit. Oh. I uh, and then I, I lost thought the mask. I thought the scars were psychological. Not on that figure. Yeah, like he, he it was just the Undertaker's face, but it was just kind of red mm-hmm. and a little like it looks like they took Undertaker's face mold, painted it red, and squeezed it a little bit. <laughs> So. Do you still have those? No. Oh, okay. I know you had one at one point. I had Billy Gunn, but I used it for a custom. No, wait, I do, actually. Upstairs I have uh, Stone Cold and Mankind. Nice. Yeah, nice. So, oh, fuck, I gotta do an action figure sexting roundup about those. The maximum <laughs> I really should, actually. Dude, uh, Connor is... He's rewatched those probably like half a dozen times, man. He loves those... He's so excited. He he wants to come over and hang out and and do playtime with you. <laughs> I'd do that. Yeah, he's he's so stoked. He's he the, he's seen the video of your turtle collection and he's just like in awe of it. Yeah, it's it's adorable. I, w- I could do that. I mean, we could work some work out some sort of storyline where mm-hmm. he he's partakes in the in the action figure playtime segment, and I don't know. We, we could figure something out. No, that would. That would make his year. <laughs> is he a big action figure person? Oh yeah, he's a kid. So yeah, but I didn't know if he like had a line or if he just like. I think he just likes every. He toilet. likes anything he gets. And okay. Like he'll he'll play with like uh, a friend of mine who's been getting the Marvel mm-hmm. uh, collector core box. Uh, she gave me like the little um, Funko, bundle, yeah. like uh, bobblehead things, and uh, so I have like the Hulkbuster one, which is like six inches tall. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she gave me, like, the Ant-Man one, which is, like, Ant-Man without the helmet, but then it comes with a tiny Ant-Man that's, oh, like, nice. maybe less than half an inch tall. And so he'll just play with that, plus his group, plus, like, a little Ultron, like, it looks like one of those Russian nesting doll things. Yeah. And he'll just play, like, Avengers with that stuff. So, I mean, he no. doesn't really care about collecting He doesn't care about scale and a... No. What's everybody's opinion on those pop vinyl things? They, they serve a part. Around Christmas time, they're so amazing because mm-hmm. those last minute gifts of you got to get somebody something. It's a good throw. There's something. They're, yeah. Every, they make a Funko of everything that somebody would like. Yeah. So you've got me a Wampa that I love and I have in my dresser. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I have like a big Wampa one from like Empire Strikes Back. Some people on Instagram like. Oh, the rain is going crazy now. Like, collect those. Yeah. Like, collect, like, There's everyone. Uh, so many of them, man. I can imagine collecting all of them, and especially when you've got some that are fucking exclusive. You know? Yeah. Like, like, the two that I have, those are exclusive to the Marvel box, so... Yeah. yeah, and those are actually pretty expensive now. Are they? Yeah. Like, I got... Re- I'm not giving them up, because they're both really cool. Yeah, yeah I got a, really a Groot one out of a loot crate that my sister gave me that had a glow-in-the-dark hand. And I looked him up and like, yeah, just because he has a glow-in-the-dark hand, he went from being a $10 Funko Pop to a $60 Funko Pop. Because he's exclusive. Because Who has the room to collect that many of them? Yeah. It's uh, different like, than like everything else because there's like so the many. Thing yeah, yeah. I want to get, uh, they have a Taker one, um, uh-huh. which I want to get the kiddo. Nice. Uh, because he really, he's very amused by the bobblehead. They're releasing Exorcist ones. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that, yeah. This fall. I, I want to get 
There's a few I want. I want to get Ghostface, and I want the I want Strife, and I want Gizmo. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I just don't really have room. I don't care. I like getting Funkos, but yeah. I don't buy Funkos. I yeah. never buy them for myself, but I love them as gifts. They're they're perfect gifts. For yeah, people. yeah, uh, yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> well, they do make wrestling Funkos. Yeah. I um, like the mini Funkos more, like the Funko mystery boxes. Mm-hmm. I do too. Those are so cool, mm-hmm. uh, and I guess they're they're making those for fucking everything now, mm-hmm. like WWE ones. But they, I love the horror ones. But like those were around like in Lynchburg two weeks, and yeah. they, mm-hmm. nowhere else ever got them in again. They'll be on Starport for like fifteen dollars more than retail. Yep. <laughs> Fuck that place. Mm-hmm. I appreciate. I mean, it's nice that there's like a comic shop that I can walk the kiddo through and stop in for free comic book day. I wish I could afford to buy things. Like everything on there, I can get online. And I really want to like go in there and be like, "You guys fucking know Amazon, the thing, right?" Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I understand that you've got to like mark up stuff because of you know mall because of Amazon and yeah, the mall. Be, yeah, yeah. And but why don't they? Instead of being in the fucking mall, why don't they get a shop lug over in Ward's Crossing? I don't know. Somewhere where rent is. I don't know. But well, when we used to have Dominion Comics at comic store, mm-hmm. I asked the owner if he would ever carry Marvel Legends figures, and he told me that he can't because uh, the markup on them that he would have to mark it up because. He gets a certain rate on them from yeah. the distributors that Walmart gets a way cheaper rate. Yeah, Target gets a way cheaper rate. Like, in huge bumps. That's why on Amazon you can get like the D and D books for like thirty bucks off. Yeah. yeah, and that's why he he would have to charge twenty. You know, at the time twenty two dollars for them when they were at Walmart for thirteen. Yeah, and no, I wouldn't have bought them for them. No, I would have gone to Walmart and waited yeah. and tried to find them. And I understand that it sucks, but you know. So technically, we should be supporting Starport. Yeah, and that's we shouldn't shouldn't talk shit about them because it's a no, local business. But they're also doing the thing where they're like starting to sell like vintage action figures for ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of pissing me off. Yeah, like they have some old Marvel Legends from like eight to eight to ten years ago, and they are uh, they're selling them for like. Thirty dollars more than eBay, and they've got like shit from like Batman Beyond, like the action figures from that, and they're selling them for like forty-two bucks a pop. Yeah, yeah that, I mean that's that's ridiculous. Nobody's paying for that, paying for that kind of stuff. It's not that's so. yard sale fodder, honestly. Yeah, and an old Batman Returns figure, a Batman Begins figure, you know, you should charge five bucks for five to ten bucks for it. Yeah, yeah. It's for a nostalgia thing of like somebody walks in. I had that fucking Batman. Yeah, like I may be tempted to buy like. Killer Crocs action figure from the animated series if it was ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, but instead, you know, like I could, you know, go on eBay and buy it for that. Pr- you can go on eBay and buy it for that price, or buy the brand new one that they're putting out. Yeah, because they're remaking it the looks much better. Yeah, they're remaking the animated f- series figures. Nice, and they they're look really good. Freaking nice. Awesome. That man bat looks great. God, if I had like, I think it's like. It's like twenty three bucks on Amazon. If I had like twenty three bucks, I was just like, "Fuck it," I would buy it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I've almost bought it, and I don't collect Batman stuff. I collect Marvel things and turtles, and Godzilla shit, guys. So, Christmas is coming. So wrestling. <laughs> uh, so we went to uh, the very first uh, show of a uh, new local fed. Yeah, Strong Style Pro. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, that's the one Stephen trains at. Yep. Yeah. So they uh, had a uh, tournament uh, f- at uh, Brookville High School, and how many people did we did they have? Fifty-five. Yeah. Fifty-five people showed up for it. Yeah. it. It was exactly what I what I expected it to be. Yeah, it, it was more people than I thought. I was thinking like twenty. 
Yeah, I, I was happy with the amount of people that showed up, but it, everything about it is exactly like those like videos you see of wrestling shows mm-hmm. in armories or high school things. Just to the like, even at the beginning where they're trying to set up things and they're fucking up like the the soundboard and stuff, and I'm like, that's adorable. That's <laughs> like, they don't really have like the people to no. do it. And I told them I was like. In the future, when I have more notice, like, most of my friends know how to do that shit. And they would do it just to get a free ticket. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... Because it'd be something to do on a Saturday, and they get to watch it for free. They had some some lady uh, (laughs) on her phone, she had a bell Yeah, it was And every time they wanted to ring the bell to start or end the match, they would say, ring the bell! And she would... It would take her eight seconds to look up and be like, oh, they're talking to me. Then she'd have to swipe, unlock her phone, pull up the app, and then hit the bell. Because which I don't think was even hooked up to a speaker. No, they, they, he, the announcer was holding the microphone in front of it. Like, next time they do one, if they want me to bring a bell and be the bell, bell ringer, mm-hmm. I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, that was ridiculous. And, like, we wanted Richie... Me and Rob wanted Richie to do the announcing, but Richie was out of town, so that couldn't happen this time. But Richie said he's open to do it in the future, yeah. which I think he would be good at. He'd probably get a kick out of doing. Oh, well, yeah. there's a difference. Well, yeah, but I would like to see Richie commentate <laughs> and not announce, because announce is like, now I'm in the ring, hailing from Richmond, Virginia, the bruiser right. fist, fist face. <laughs> you know, that's all he says, you know. Right. But if Richie was on commentary, like... Oh my god! <laughs> Suplex! Should, that would be the should shit. get Richie to record a commentary of the, the tape. Uh, <laughs> and put it up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that would be up, awesome. That would be amazing. Uh, I mean, because, yeah, Richie's got uh, experience uh, doing Derby announcements, mm-hmm. so he's already there. But the guy who did the uh, introduction, yeah, you he, know, was he was fine. He, yeah. he had a good, you know, announcing voice. Though. He just was shitty with reading the sponsors. <laughs> yeah. That was painful. <laughs> I think he did a. I think it was, it was fun. It was cheap. It's exact. It's the pr- appropriate level of that was dinky and fun. Oh yeah, that it should be. It was yeah. It was charming, and yeah. I'm glad that it wasn't. They weren't trying to take it seriously. No, they like no. they weren't like we're a fucking wrestling promotion. But they a were couple like, of the matches were good. Like that one yeah. match, uh, the Chris Phoenix yeah, versus the Fugitive. That was a yeah. really good match. Like I yeah. was entertained with the quality of that. Um, no, I mean, it, well, I mean, there there were no you know major botches or anything, and I I couldn't hear anyone call a spot at no. all. And we uh, were in the front row. We yeah. were in the front row. We were ringside, and you could hear the conversations between, like you know. The At one point, I, I saw the fugitive talk to uh, Phoenix. I oh, could okay. see him planning out the next move. I didn't hear what he said, but I can see him talking to him. Right on. But you know, I now for some reason I'm tr- because of the internet, I'm trained to well, look for that. Yeah. You can yeah. watch WWE and see that shit. Around oh yeah, it's half of Bobby Bobby York. York. like. Uh, uh, Cena's the worst about Orton, it, man. Cena and Sheamus are awful about that. Yeah, or and then uh, was it Nikki and mm-hmm. Brie are both pretty bad about it too. Oddly enough, I've, I've heard Paige a few times too. I've never caught it until I watch Botchamania. <laughs> like I never catch it when I'm watching. That dude's wrestling. like a savant at like catching that stuff. And but yeah, I mean yeah, he'll he'll point it out. Speaking of Botchamania, is amazing. Um, is it on so, Botchamania.com or I, I go on YouTube. YouTube. It's still yeah. under the channel. Uh, his the channel name is Matthew M A F F E W. Yeah, he on YouTube. He's he's had to change. He's had to have so many channels up because he keeps getting like uh, DCMA 
uh, takedowns on his stuff. But you, if you go to Daily Motion, like a lot of his stuff's there. And if you go like there's if you uh, look up botchamedia.com like and if you, you look, can put whatever the fuck you want on uh-huh. Daily Motion. Yeah, yeah, no one cares, man. It's I don't even know where that's based out of, but. Like yeah, you'll have full episodes of shit that are gone everywhere mm-hmm. else, and I, I I don't know if they're like just on like Sea Land or something where no government it's can just touch a boat them. An international yeah, exactly. servers on it. That's what it seems like, man. But Botchamania is fantastic. Basically, uh, what it is, it's a guy uh, from England who highlights uh, fuck ups. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, not just WWE, but yeah, you know, indie is indie wrestling in, as well. Lots of indie promotions. You'll see a lot of like. You know stuff that's shot in a high school, like mm-hmm. you know, we saw a lot of like indie European, like British uh, feds that I've never heard of, right? You know, until that stuff like Chikara, stuff like Ring of Honor. Some of those are the best shows. A lot of though. TNA. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I honestly think that WWE would do good to uh, hire him to put out a show on the network. Oh God, I'd love it. Like just using their stock footage, yeah. he like give him free reign to. Uh, Put out every you know week. Put out a twenty minute Botchamania episode they on the ne- WWE. Never go for it, but God, but they I would should love that. because it's not you know half of the stuff on WWE's network doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. yeah, it's calling it's making fun of the fact that wrestling is fake. Yeah, you know, but he also points out a lot of stuff like that they don't want <laughs> you know to highlight. But the the great thing about it is, is it takes the wrestling clips, but it mixes with like uh, video game music covers. Yeah. So it's just this awesome nerdy blend. Of like shit. they'll they have a, a montage of wrestling fuck ups to the Tetris theme. Yeah, song. or to like uh, Kirby's Air Ride soundtrack and shit like that. It's wow. amazing. Uh, I remember on the, before the WWE Network happened, they had that they were trying to push their YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and I remember they had a show on there that I actually liked. It was um, Zack Ryder's, or no, it was it was Road Dog and Josh Matthews. Oh, that's the thing they ripped off from Colt Cabana. Yeah, where they would uh, sit. They were it was it was they were sitting in a theater. And they would just watch clips of old bad wrestling, and they would talk shit about it. Oh, wrestling. so they like NST3K did. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then at some point, they also a, Muppet, a, a Muppet of Triple H would show up in every episode called Muppet H or Puppet H. Okay. And he would just talk shit in between them. They was it actually voiced by Triple H? No, that would have been so much better if it was. They play the game and so- puppeteered by <laughs> They also had that really good show. It was like essentially just. A different episode each week with Joey Styles in the WWE warehouse, mm-hmm. and he would show like old props and like, oh, like where the fist went, like yeah. the giant fist from SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah, I, I remember watching that too. Somebody wrote Nathan is gay on that fist when I watched that SmackDown show <laughs> when we were moving the fist in. I just saw Nathan is gay, and I was like, "All right." I wonder who Nathan is. <laughs> oh no, like, the fist would know. Mm-hmm. Was it like on the back of the fist or something? It was like on one of the knuckles. Oh wow! <laughs> but the lighting—that fist was beat to shit. But with the lighting, and that was still SD. So yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder where it is now because I'd like to have that in my front yard. <laughs> Put it on Somewhere the front in Stanford. <laughs> I just—I just bought a truck, so just always have it in the bed of my truck <laughs> for the rest of the duration of my truck's life. Just the, the big SmackDown fist is in the back of my truck. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help you move this couch. I have the SmackDown fist. Yeah, see, that's the problem. You're going to be like the guy that gets calls to do yeah, shit. Yeah, that's now. true. Which I don't mind is because people will. I'll just say, "Hey, buy me, buy me lunch." Yeah, and I will help you move a couch. I will get a lot of free lunches and a lot of ten dollar bills. Yeah, out of this. So and drinks and drinks People or something. Offer a drink. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being a truck owner because 
I'm, a, I'm, I'm like I'm that country song pickup man. Now. You can you can haul wood. I can haul wood. Yeah. Um, you can pick up a bicycle. Yeah. Mattresses and beds are good. Just even if you don't need to move it, just load it up. It's just that idea down. of having it, even if you use it twice a year to move shit. Yeah. It's like worth it. Yeah, because it sucks trying to find somebody to help you with, with the truck when they, you need one. Yeah, my folks have a, basically a truck that gets used for when Dad goes out on hunting trips mm-hmm. and for hauling shit to the dump. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, going back to the uh, show the other night that we saw, it was Kiddo's first mm-hmm. uh, experience like at a live wrestling show, so which was awesome because he got to be like right ringside. And uh, you it, never forget that either. Yeah, and. He, his comment afterwards was, "This was the best night ever. It wasn't the best day ever, but it was the best night ever." Well, what was wrong with this day? No, it's because it was at night. Oh, yeah. you know. So he was like, he was being specific that this is taking place at night. I assume the best day probably is like Magic Kingdom or something. I was going to say, been to Disney. World. Yeah. <laughs> if scalpers weren't so, so fucking terrible, man, like we went to a house show and got ringside, but the, the tickets ringside were. For a house show for Raw or two hundred a piece, no two hundred and fifty a piece. That's insane because I went to I had front row seats to SmackDown that I bought off of Craigslist and it was sixty bucks for both of them. Like, yeah, so thirty bucks a piece. Yeah, that's that you know that's a legitimate price. You know, mm-hmm. like that's a good price to do it. But you know, like we tried to get ringside tickets. To, we stayed awake until they went on sale for this house show, yeah, not like, even a, a taping. And you know, they, by the time we got onto the site. Right when it started, they were gone. Well, they were probably gone in advance because they give a lot of those out to radio stations. Yeah, and to like well, most radio stations, I imagine, stuff. give you like will give most of most of the tickets they give away are aren't ringside. They're probably no, giving a lot, lot of them. Because I remember Robin Lindy won won uh, SmackDown tickets, and they were like eight rows behind the announcers. Wow. So. I would assume, like, if you're going to give away free like, tickets on the internet, you're not going to give away like, the most expensive Like, we always get ones. early access to, like, Slipknot tickets and stuff because we're in the fan club. So, like, I'm sure WWE or Ticketmaster and stuff has, like... You can, Preferred. Yeah. yeah. And, you like, we uh-huh. always get access to the tickets, like, three days early and stuff. So. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I was looking at the prices for the next couple of house shows that come, like, within, you know, two hours yeah, of here. Yeah, there's one in Charlottesville coming up. Yeah, and sadly, it's like, I'd love to go, but it's just too close, and his birthday is a month before. Yeah, it's like 60 bucks a pop. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, I, I'm going to be recovering from that. I'm, I might have to wait. So I'd like to take him to a WWE show, like, next year, maybe. And yeah. it'd be cool if we could all go yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been to a couple WCW. I've been to I went to a Fall Brawl one year, and nice. I've been to uh, like a couple like Thunder tapings. Thunder, and, yeah, and uh, then uh, I've been to like I don't know like half a dozen house shows as well. But I've never those those were all WCW. I've never been to an actual WWE show. So oh, WWE's cool. The yeah. first time you go, that ring is so big because mm. it's twenty by twenty. Nice. That ring we saw was like twelve by twelve. That's smaller than the one I train in. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember the ring being much bigger than I thought it would be when I went to that house show. And like when they hit the ring, like everything would shake. Mm. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing like seeing it live, man. You can watch it on TV and shit like that, but it's just cool shit seeing them like it happen in real time. Get that mat. And yeah, the... yeah. I mean, and especially like we were like the seats we had, like you know. You, could you know that you could almost feel the vibration from the the mat when people? Got and I mean, I was surprised that ring didn't break. It looked like it was going <laughs> to collapse every time it, they landed on it. Because 
I was looking at it, and it's like rusted. Like the the, the turnbuckles were like rusty on the that bottom. That was not a good ring. No, and like it, it it looked like it was going to fucking break. That is not a ring that I want to be in. <laughs> I um I was looking up around upstairs the other day, and I found my Daniel Bryan T-shirt that nice. we got from a house show. Nice. Because uh, he threw it, and then Matt Stryker picked it up and handed it to us. Nice. And I'm nice. Like, Matt Stryker, you're the shit. <laughs> He was nice. And then he let us look at the U.S. Championship belt mm-hmm. when I think Cesaro had it or something. Mm-hmm. And he, like, held it up for us so we could take pictures of it. And I reached to him and he's like, you can't touch it. <laughs> you can't touch the belt. Okay. Mm. But he let me look at the Divas Championship, too. And that looked dumb. Looks like a vagina. Yeah, it's a terrible belt. That was uh, the pink butterfly one? Yep, yeah. pink yeah. butterfly belt. Ugh, it's ugly. They need to do something about it's that. It's kind of embarrassing. Belt. I and mean, you got the NXT women's belt, which just looks like a cool ass belt. Yeah. You know? I hate the NXT championship belt. It's just the big ass. It's the logo for NXT. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree. I, I, I mean, like the I like the belt. Like yeah. I like NXT and they their championship means something. Really? But I don't like the world title. I oh, like the WWE logo yeah. with the it's a kind of Superman shaped Yeah, almost. I don't like that. I love the Intercontinental title. Yeah. The, the US yeah. title looks like a Kmart title because it's so <laughs> much color. Yeah, I miss uh, I miss um, the WCW the NWA title that mm-hmm. gold just straight that up the gold. WCW, the I miss gold that belt, belt like the yeah. World Heavyweight Champ. The World. Champ. I liked the original WWE Undisputed Championship. Mm. That was cool. That was a gorgeous belt that should have never been done away with. That was the belt that like Guerrero had and mm. JBL had. I understand splitting up the title when they split it up to. The WWF belt and the World Heavyweight Championship because one was for SmackDown. Yeah, you were still honoring the NWA mm-hmm. and WCW with it. That was great. But like, and since you had two competing shows, you had to have two belts. But then, like, once they combined them, it's just yeah. I missed looking at the WCW <laughs> belt. It was a good looking belt. Yeah, it was a giant gold belt. Which they had a replica of at the at the little yeah that was pretty too. cool and it was way cheaper than it would be online. <laughs> he only wanted two hundred bucks for it, and I was so close to buying mm-hmm. it because it would make my life better owning a replica belt. Which yeah, you are wearing your bandana you picked up there, and instead of bought a four dollar Edge and Christian bandana, <laughs> that saved you one hundred ninety six bucks. So. Yeah, I guess, but my life like I would go into sh- sheets wearing it and be like twenty on twenty on pump three. Wearing the fucking for belt. the champ, <laughs> or it would, would be in my front seat, my, my passenger seat, and every time I get out of the car, I throw it over my shoulder. <laughs> I would wear it to work and not mention it, and just wait and see who commented on it first. Uh, this is my new belt. It's just yeah, it's I'm fine. I'm the champ. Got it on sale. It's real nice. Hold my pants up, guys. I have giant belt loops. <laughs> Like yeah, you get like so six, yeah. six or seven six inch belt six, loops yeah. into your shorts, <laughs> and just loop it through. Mm-hmm. Like taking a piss would suck, man. You gotta like undo because that belt's probably like twenty pounds. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because yeah. I I picked it up uh, the one that they had there, and it was pretty fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even like the legit legit like one. Just mm-hmm. metal. Yeah, because it looked a little fake, but. It didn't matter. It looked prettier than anything else. It was damn cool. I, w- I would be proud to have that. Yeah, it's a cool belt. I wouldn't be able to just put it somewhere and like hang it up. I would have to have it within arm's reach at all times. That way, I'm just sitting there eating a, eating a cheeseburger, and I'm like, oh shit, 
I, and then I put it over my, put it on my lap. And I'm like, yeah. I think it should be required by law that if you go anywhere with that belt, you have to have entrance music play everywhere you show up. Cue it up on your phone. Yep. With a little Bluetooth speaker built into your pants. Yep. And now, what, what and what would be your theme song if you had to pick a wrestler's theme song for that? You're going into Subway. Uh, you have to pick a current. Yeah. What's your What's your wrestler's theme song? You're going to go in with. Uh, I I mean. Daniel Bryan used this back in Ring of Honor, but I'd probably go with Final Countdown would be my choice. <laughs> um, just because that's just a fucking rad song. But, uh, yeah. I remember when I uh, was doing E-Feds back in the AOL days. E-Feds! Yeah. Uh, my wrestler's... My fake wrestler's intro theme was uh, Silver Chair Anthem for the year 2000. Yeah. Which is a pretty damn good intro, intro song as well. I remember E-Feds, man. Yeah. I was part of one for a couple weeks. And I couldn't. I didn't. I, just, I think it collapsed because of uh, because of drama going on in the E Fed. See, we we had like a really good kind of core of like people who were really into like writing up like role playing the interviews right. and stuff. That's cool. And the guy who ran it was really good at writing like play by play. So nice. when you read through the cards, like when they do the cards, you read through it, and uh, it was like a good nice. like. Good flow uh, of a match, and you're like, okay, cool, I can visualize this. Uh, so I, I was just lucky that I, can, I like stumbled on to my friend and I stumbled onto a really good one. But uh, yeah, I can imagine that there was a lot of shit ones out there. I wonder if that's still a thing. If people still do, that. probably not. Maybe I'm sure it is on like wrestling website forums. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I think it's probably gone since some of the WWE games have their own like create a storyline mode and like. Manage the WWE universe mode on like 2013. Yeah, but I think there's still people that play like text-based like muds out there, you muds. know. So I mean, there's got to be people who still e-fed or who role-play by mail, you know, and shit like that. Just for the nostalgia. Yeah, you know. Hulk Hogan. Oh baby. <laughs> so, what happened with Hulk Hogan? He said some bad things about six years ago in private. And After having sex with his wife, right? Not his wife, his best friend's wife. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there. Okay. I guess. Which I think his best friend was okay with. I don't think Hogan's wife was okay with. Yeah. Well, they're divorced anyway. Yeah. Were they divorced back then, though? Probably not. Yeah, I have a feeling that that's probably what led to the divorce. So. He's break. having sex with his best friend's wife. I just want to break in before this. There is still a EFED, the WrestleZone Championship Wrestling Roleplay Board. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, I think any wrestling forum probably has a roleplay board, so that makes sense. Yeah, God, I wish... Garth Black is fighting James Howard in a non-title match. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, anyway, so it was... Garth Black? This yeah. was... You're, you're going to make a wrestler? Your your own fantasy wrestler, and his name's Garth Black? <laughs> hey. I guess. That's the best you can come up with. That's I, worse than an indie name. Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't use that if that was my real name. Like, my, I would go with... I would go with... <laughs> with anything guys, else. Guys, Garth is not a cool name. I'd go with Ice Dagger over that. Um, Whiskey Dixon, guys. My uh, my EFED uh, wrestler's name was Wild Zebra, which was a playoff Wild Stallions. Yeah, nice. and my the screen name at the time was Mr. Zebra from a Tori Amos song, so I just <laughs> combined the two. Nice. But uh, yeah, at a certain point, like I made a heel, like it was me and my other friend who I roleplay with, and we were kind of like basically a two person stable. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, then uh, his character was Big Mandy Cool. Speaking of, the, the guy who I e-fetted with uh, is now like a ring announcer for Inspire Pro Wrestling in Austin. Shit. So uh, if you go check it out, Inspire Pro. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah, look it up. They've got a bunch of their shit on YouTube. They've got a, a, quite a few cards on there. It's like six months to a year behind because, of course, they want you to buy the DVDs. Right. But yeah, you, he's been with uh, Fed pretty much since the beginning, and uh, damn. it's pretty damn yeah, impressive. Wow. Yeah, they they've had like uh, like Leva Bates uh, Blue Pants on NXT has like shown up, gone through there. I think the last card they had, she uh, fought for the uh, Inspire Pro Double uh, X title or something like that. For her, uh, which is the women's championship. But uh, yeah, so anyway, he had a, a female wrestler called like Big Mandy Cool, who's basically like a uh, redheaded. Uh, shorter version, like chick version of Kevin Nash. Nice, Big Daddy, cool. Yeah, and uh, so like at a certain point, like after we'd like kind of gone through, we decided to start feuding with others. So my character made like a heel turn and became Ultimo Zebra, nice. where he basically I just became basically I was like going Chavo Guerrero crazy, you know, and just becoming big of myself and wanting to prove myself that I'm mm-hmm. like not like. That I, you know, I, I'm, I'm better. That I'm not the sidekick. Blah blah blah. Ultimo it's, Zebra d- sounds like a Japanese wrestler. <laughs> that's what. Yeah. Well, it's that the last zebra. Uh, yeah. My my move. I remember one of my finisher was the Zebra Tamer, nice. which was, you, know, <laughs> you can figure it out. And uh, I think I had a Zebra Sleeper too, which was basically the Dragon Sleeper. Nice. <laughs> but man, I missed that. And the sad thing is, is that they're all like on an AOL account. Like all, I saved everything, mm-hmm. but all the emails was done through like AOL email because oh, we could do the formatting right. and shit like that. So I, there's no way I can get back to shit that was like 15 years, you know, yeah. 15, 18 years ago. Oh, it's so sad. I'd love to be able to pull up all that stuff, you know. That would be cool. It was Superstar Wrestling. That was the fit. Well, but um, yeah, back to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, what happened is, is like he was having a private conversation. Uh, he was uh, complaining, I guess, about his daughter Brooks' music career, mm-hmm. and was, I guess, complaining about her boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. who was giving her money or something like that, who happened to be a black guy. Made a statement along the basically saying, like, yeah, well, I, you know, I, I guess I'm, you know, I guess I'm a racist, but effing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so fucking. Not gonna say Racial it. slurs. Yeah, I've said it before, but I don't know. Anyway, it's yeah, it's one. I haven't heard the tape. Yeah, it, well, there, the, no it. one's heard the tape. I've That's read the thing. The this trans- is a transcript. Yeah. Uh, the the actual audio isn't out yet, but yeah, he he did a few times say fucking niggers. Um, he also started saying that brother. If, you know, brother. <laughs> I just imagine every sentence of Hogan is a brother or, yeah, or uh, daddy. So, and then he 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 said something along the lines of, uh, <laughs> "Let me tell you something." You know, if my if my daughter's going to marry a black bo- a black guy, why can't she marry like an eight foot tall N- uh, NBA player or something like that? You know. And again, this was a private conversation. I guess he was talking to the same woman who he was in a sex tape with, which he's currently suing Gawker for a hundred million dollars over. Um, and, uh, what happened was, like, the late... the best sex ever. Yeah. Late Thursday night, like, Friday morning, like, all of a sudden people noticed that, like, someone posted, like, on a forum saying, hey, heads up, Hogan has been released, and they're currently scrubbing stuff from the website. Right. Anything to do with them. It's like, what the That's fuck? That's what I was like, because I just saw that, I was like, Hogan yeah. released, and I'm like, he fucking... 
become Benoit? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. But, like, Thursday at, like, you know, like, Thursday during the day, some dude posted, like, in a random forum, like, this is going down. Then, like, that night, like, you searched Hulk Hogan on WWE.com, he's gone. Yeah. You know, you look for any merchandise, all gone. Mm-hmm. Like, he's out of the Hall of Fame alumni section. That's not how to handle You go, I, yeah. Well, you go to her Curtis Axel's uh, bio, and Curtis Axel... Like at this time was he even like grown the damn handlebar muscle. Yeah, he was doing his Axelmania gimmick, which was basically him dressed cosplaying as Hulk Hogan. He was back to his old profile picture, and all the Axelmania sh- uh, shirts were completely gone. Here's my like what he said was wrong. Yeah, I'm not. We're not here to debate what he said. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was but racist. Let's, yeah, uh, let's it, be it definitely yeah, racist. It was definitely racist and terrible. Yeah, it's not a cool thing to say. And he came out and he apologized, which you can take it or not. I'm not. He's not apologizing to me, you know. So I'm not going to say that like, oh, it's okay now because I'm not a black person, right? So I mean, I you know I don't have the you know real right to accept his apology. And uh, but I feel like if this were the 1980s. Oh, no one would care. No one would care, and if it did get out, they would just use it as a storyline. He would fight Junkyard Dog, or he would be a heel, and they would let one of the black guys go over on him. And then in a few months, everyone would have forgotten about it. Yeah, just like when uh, Sergeant Slaughter was the Iraqi sympathizer or whatever, and he was the most hated guy ever, and then, like... He made a face turn after that. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, yeah, whatever, it's fine. He was playing them, yeah. I mean... It was the eighties, and it's. But you couldn't do that now. Like if John Cena became like the Iraq champion, oh god! Like, oh, like no. Well, they had that. Um, oh god, Muhammad what was Hassan. It? Yeah, Muhammad Hassan. Who a few? This was like maybe what? Like this is oh ten years five oh six. It was right yeah. around when I was right out of high school. It was a few years after nine eleven. Yeah. And he it was came out time after 9-11 yeah. Where it wasn't like, oh my god But he came out, when he first came out His whole gimmick was is that he was You know, uh, Middle Easterner But he was sick of how people Like, disparaged Middle Easterners In yeah. the country, I remember that. so he came out And would complain about, like, how we're not all terrorists Blah, 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 and then like a month later He came out and became like Ah, fuck you America, he'd come out well, with goddamn What sealed uh, his fate was they had guys Dressed like Iraqi yeah. terrorists Come out and yeah. take the Undertaker Away, yeah, that it. was fucked. Yeah, I was like, uh, we're still have people at war over mm-hmm. there, and that's like a hot button thing right now. Yeah, yeah. and well, this is why I think that the, the whole reason that they went scorched earth with Hogan, and to continue what's happened is he's uh, out of 2000 uh, WWE 2K15, which is mm-hmm. the next version of the game coming out probably 16. in 16, yeah, coming out in October, mm-hmm. I assume. And the set three months from the twenty seventh. Yeah, the thing that really sucks is because that was supposed to have like over one hundred and twenty wrestlers in it. Uh, you know, like not like recostumes, like a huge roster. So it was going to be the biggest roster they've ever had in a WWE game. And now Hogan isn't going to be in it. Yeah. And also, uh, people who had two K fifteen, which is the one that came out last year. They had a Hulkamania edition of that. It was like a hundred bucks collector's edition. Yeah, it came with like a Hulk Hogan autograph. It came with like a piece of a mat that he wrestled on and shit like that. But it also came with codes for two DLC characters, which was a Hollywood Hogan style and then a real American Hogan mm-hmm. uh, uh, as uh, playable characters. Well, now they not only took that off the shop. I can understand that for two K fifteen, but 
if you hadn't downloaded it yet, you ain't getting it. Yeah. Even if you like already that bought it and downloaded it, if you, you deleted that DLC data, it's gone. You can't re-download it. That's which that's stupid. fucked. Yeah. Because people paid for that content. Yeah. And this isn't the first time that like WWE's gone crazy with their video games because I mean they were um, they try to get specifically t- yeah <laughs> they weren't happy about the fact that uh, Punk was the uh, poster boy for thirteen either. Yeah. Apparently the developers like fought for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean like Chris Benoit after he murdered his wife and child. Um, they banned people from uploading creative characters like that looked like Benoit. Or named Benoit. Or named Benoit. So they basically like if people like created something in the in the editor and then posted it online, they would be removing that. Chris Benoit's crime was a bit worse than Hogan's. Yeah. That's not even the same ballpark. Yeah. So I mean like I understand wiping him from the, the slate. That's like completely. comparing and I'm not trying to say that racism is good. I'm just saying he was an 80s wrestler. And he was... My argument is he's a 68-year-old, extremely wealthy white man. Yeah. What the fuck did people expect him to be like? It's like when everyone threw... When Ape shit that dogged the bounty hunter went on that racist rant. Yeah. Look he's dogged the bounty hunter. Yeah, are you surprised by this? And like when uh, the... Grandpa from Duck Dynasty went on the tangent oh, like, yeah. of how atheists were these immoral people. I'm like, he's an extremely religious white guy from Louisiana. Redneck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, that's what you would expect. I would have been shocked if he said atheism was okay. Yeah, that would have been news. <laughs> so it's like, yes, it's sh- uh, y- yes, what he did was wrong. What all these people did is is, is controversial. What but it, you don't white. This is what it came down to. They have sponsors, they have the Be A Star campaign, and they have stockholders. They also, we're right now considering um, this has been like, society today. Yeah. We, we've had, uh, you know, in, in the last month or so, we had the South Carolina right. uh, shootings. Mm-hmm. Uh, before it's that, really we've had like Fergus, Ferguson. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, to the point where the Confederate flag has become like a major issue. And I mean, so racism is in, you know is here's, in the news. Here's my thing, though. Say, I'm trying to think. Like, um, WWE is has a lot of moments that you can go and look up right. on the network. Well, the Nation of Domination was fucking. Like, I didn't know Crime Time existed yeah. because I missed them. Crime Time. Holy shit! You know, that's like almost as bad as, like, Eugene. Yeah. Which, to this day, I th- still think is probably the worst fucking gimmick. And he's still I on the website. Y- is Eugene still on the website? Yeah, they should. Oh, no, his stuff is still on the network. Goes he apparently... be a star. Dude, that's Sweet fucked up. Christ. No, it, for those who don't know, Eugene was a wrestler whose gimmick was that he was a retarded man. And he was he like was, Rain Man. He was mentally retarded. And... What he would do is he would imitate other wrestlers, and, and that's Triple how he H learned H how to would do make it. Fun of him for being retarded. And Jr. would be going on on commentary about his unnatural strength, and it's like you're you're you mean retard strength? Yeah, you know? this was like 2006. This was like 2006. He stayed around for like two or three fucking years. He's still doing the gimmick. He yeah I know now he got he's released. toned it down since like he's on the indies doing it yeah like I, I saw him on he Boxer doesn't Media. do it as much he's normally just Nick Dinsmore 
Well, I saw him on a, on a Botchamania, Botchamania, and he was introing it. And he's like, it's Eugene! But he wasn't doing it as thick, yeah. but he was just doing it kind it of... Was, yeah. It was like full, you know, to but, quote Tropic Thunder, he, he went full retard when he was But my thing, it, and it's, I guess the thing is, you can't cry racism if you're white, is the ultimate argument. But like, what if some... There's no, like, I don't know who the black equivalent of Hulk Hogan in wrestling would be, but... Booker T. We'll just use Booker T. Half of The Rock. Yeah. yeah. Let's say The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. But say he was, like, had a daughter and he was like, oh, if my daughter's gonna fuck a white guy, it better yeah. be a six foot five quarterback in the NFL. And it's, he, there's no real white racial slur that anyone gives a shit about. Yeah, well, and the problem is, is because historically there's never been that system of oppression that lasted for right. 300 years. Right. So, I mean, you know, when people get all offended about, like, oh, you know, black people call me a cracker, it's like, yeah. And your great great grandfathers weren't fucking, like, enslaved and living on a plantation, you know? So <laughs> shut the fuck up and deal with it, whiny bitches. My great 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 grandfathers owned this country and it was stolen from them, so you all can suck there bags of dicks. Yep. I, I thought it was offensive when, when Kai and Ty was trying to cut off Val Venus's penis. And they choppy would say, I choppy choppy you pee pee. Yeah, that was a Why lot. are they on the website? Why is Kai and Ty still on the website? That's a racist thing, too. Yeah. And that's, con- you know, WWE that, is a well, very, ra- they've made so much well, money off of racist angles. Oh, yeah. Know? Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, over the years, shit, the Iron Sheik, I mean, is basically a racist And character. fucking X-Pac came out in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. That was kind of hilarious. And they still show that. Yes. Like, you know, and they're, they're, they're like, like oh, that was harmless. I'm like, no. Yeah. There's I a mean, bunch of white guys in blackface in 1999. You have the skit where, like, uh, McMahon's backstage going around and going, What up, my niggas? You know, and it's just like... Yeah, Booker T's like, tell me he didn't just yeah, say that. Yeah, with Charmel. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> that at all. Yeah. This was when John Cena I, was still doing his, it was, like, rapper. It was King Booker era, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 2007, that yeah. era. Yeah, I but, mean, like I, I get the climate, the ra- the climate that the, the 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 racially charged climate we're currently in, mm-hmm. and WWE's PG move. It makes sense to have some repercussions for Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but you know he's going to be back. I just want to say that if MGM, I don't, they're in bankruptcy, but if they're any kind of respectable co- company, they'll edit Thunderlips out of Rocky Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. that's just the extreme. That if like yeah. WWE owned that, they would just edit out the Thunderlips. Yeah, and that, it's that's hurting them though because half of the stuff on their network they're pushing is ho- well, they didn't NWO take any of this. Well, they're not taking any of the matches out. What but they're doing, they, it does. It, it but you need Hogan to talk about that. Stuff. They got Sting, and if now. they're not going to reference, they have Sting. Yeah, but they're going to have to reference Hogan's involvement in the yeah, NWO. Well, they're still going to. They're still reference. They're just like. Benoit stuff is still in there. Yeah. They'll still reference it, they just won't have him as a talking head. They'll have Flair or Sting or DDP. Yeah, yeah. And again, like, who knows, in five years this might blow over. But again, it, it's what it is is kind of a perfect storm. Right now, it's it's really, you but know, it's been racism a is bad really. year and a half for the 80s. Bill Cosby, yeah. Hogan. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. Who's next? Bill Cosby, dude, that's gross. That's yeah. just fucking gross. I never was a Cosby fan. I just that show never. Co- mm. The only Cosby thing I remember giving a shit about was Ghost Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 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 Bill Cosby, you have a big problem with right now, huh? Well, Do you have a problem with Bill Cosby? Yeah, he was a serial rapist. 
Yeah, I mean, who does? I mean, yeah, that's not comparing at all. Hogan being a racist and Bill no, Cosby like being Bill a Cosby is yeah. like about you know he's it's about way worse. Does I, it change how you would be able to listen to his comedy if you're a big Bill Cosby comedy fan? Um, in one or two cases, <laughs> depends yes, on the joke like, he's making. But like, uh, well, there's it, an epi- it makes me have. Uh, I don't have the respect for Bill Cosby the person, but like. When I watch old episodes of Seinfeld, like mm-hmm. Michael Richards said some horrible oh, shit, yeah. but I'm watching Cosmo Kramer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's depends on the character you play. Although there is one episode of the Cosby Show where, uh, I guess Cliff was his character's name had like a special barbecue sauce recipe that I guess he shared with the other husbands in the mm-hmm. neighborhood that made their wives like less naggy and argumentative. Right. And when you look at that in hindsight, considering his habit of drugging women yeah. to fuck them, that becomes a lot more creepy in retrospect. I don't but understand why he had to drug women. Because it's I'm not saying thing. he's not he's not he's not like well, a super hot dude, dude but he's he's a celebrity. There's a guy in yeah. that played in the NFL, Darren Sharper. He's going to be serving multiple consecutive life sentences in several states because he like. Drug raped several women. Yeah, and he was an NFL player. Yeah, it, it's, it's, I just, I some people have a fucked up kink. Some you know, people don't. I, I don't want to call like fucking no. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like it, they think because they're this celebrity that they, they deserve it. Yeah. yeah. Some people will like prey on kids. You know, it just it's doesn't just, make. Yeah, it just, it's gross. To, in my head, it doesn't make sense because I would think Bill Cosby or, or the Football Man should shouldn't have any problem finding somebody who's like even even if they're not attracted to them they're attracted to the celebrity status but that's the thing it's like with rape it's not about sex it's, it's about, about taking it away taking you know it's about like you know having control over their somebody. idea of sex and the average person's idea of sex is a different thing mm. the act of rape isn't really about sexual gratification it's about like having power and control over someone else and hurting them so I mean, and that's what I think this is. Is it wasn't about Bill Cosby, like you know, wanting sex. It was you know, about. he could have gotten regular vanilla sex. He could have gotten call girls if he wanted to. I mean, you know, he could have had probably uh, crazy Bill Cosby sex consensually. Yeah, crazy. yeah, but no, he his his little weird fucking fetish was drugging women and uh, molesting them when they were, uh, you know, when they had. Uh, uh, no control over their faculties. It's fucking gross. I'm glad I but never gave a shit about Bill Cosby. <laughs> I never watched the Cosby show. Me neither. And his stand-up was very hit or miss. Bill Cosby himself is a classic stand-up. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a lot of stuff where it's just like, uh, this is... But, yeah, well, I mean, the Cosby Show, I think, was kind of before both your guys' time. Like, well, there was, was, like, the Cosby Show, and then there was Cosby. Mm-hmm. I remember I didn't really get into the Cosby. Didn't he have like a mystery show or something yeah. like the Bill Cosby Mysteries? Yeah. Ugh, gross. But yeah, going back to Hogan it, again, like I understand what he why did. I don't movie. think he what he did. He didn't hurt anybody. Yeah. He had. I mean, he. I mean, he offended a lot of people. Yeah, and but it does at, hurt people. But at the same time, that was a private it conversation. So silly, like. That people would be upset. He said it so long ago. You're really offended over something someone said seven years ago in the privacy of their <coughs> own home? It's like politics where they drag out shit from like 20 years ago. The, the biggest thing with me, yeah, it's like, oh, like when this politician who's like in their 60s now was a college intern, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah, they did this. He fucked somebody in the copy room. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's just, who cares about that? 
But yeah, go, I, the whole thing is is again. I I think a lot of it. Is, I don't really know too many people. And again, to be fair, they even did like an angle uh, at the uh, show mm-hmm. where Chris Phoenix, who's a black guy, uh, was facing. Was it Jaden? No, he was. Fa- his name was like JD something. Yeah, um, I can't remember. But the, the guy came out and he took off like his overshirt and he had a Hulkamania shirt on and was like, you know, like, he was doing the Hulk poses in front yeah, of the like, black guy. Troll, yeah, trolling the black guy. And then afterwards, like when they after the first couple matches finished and then they kind of had an intermission. The guy was coming around trying to sell the Hulkamania shirt. And he's like, oh, you the part after he pinned the black guy? Yeah. He took the shirt oh, off and yeah. put it over his face. Draped it, yep. yeah. Which, again, classic heel move. Yeah. I mean, that, that was, was perfect for wrestling. That yeah. was like, uh, in the 80s, there was a angle down in, like, world class, and um, one of the Russians put the Russian flag over Bill mm. Watts' face. Yeah. And this is, like, the height of, like, didn't like didn't people like almost fucking riot over it? They did. Yeah, yeah. That's that's wrestling though. I yeah, mean, and that's, what Hogan did yeah. isn't wrestling. No, but you know, but trolling like, people with they they, they, they were doing the rest yeah. the, the Russian thing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, like there's Russia was having a bit of an issue in the media, and they bring out Rusev, Rusev and Lana, yeah, who are like, like this, Russian the ab, you know, is Rocky Four, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They've dropped the big. That that was flag. my thought that Vince McMahon watched Rocky Four, and he's like, "How oh, we need this?" Well, do uh, someone uh, when Rusev was feuding with John Cena, someone like cut clips from Rocky Four mm-hmm. and replaced Stallone with Cena and uh, Dolph Lundgren with Rusev. Mm-hmm. It like just cut the trailer, like the whole montage thing together. It was amazing. It's the same shit. Um, yeah, Which, I was fine with that feud. Yeah. No, I mean, like, cool. I mean, it's a feud, and yeah. and you know, whenever Rusev would come out and talk shit about America, mm-hmm. the the Americanness in me would be like, "Fucking Cena, you should kick his ass." Yeah, and then he came out in a fucking tank <laughs> at Mania. Yep, which he came out in a fucking Russian tank. It was goddamn. That was an amazing entrance. That's wrestling, guys. Yep. What Hogan did isn't wrestling. What Hogan did is wrong. And what Ho- you know, what Hogan mm-hmm. said is wrong, and it offended a lot of people. However, he said he was sorry about it. It was taken. It was a public conver- It was a private conversation from six years ago. You oh, know, or I don't even know how long ago. It was a while. It was yeah. at least six years, I think. And you know, like Hogan, you know, it's understandable. It's not right, but it makes sense why Hogan would feel that way because he is an old guy who, like you said, an old rich white guy wrestler. Yeah, who was big in the eighties? Shit was different back then. Yeah, and and that's one of those things that's like you know you you publicly you can be a lot more progressive, but there's still I mean a lot of that shit sticks with you, and that's one of the things that I'm really conscious about raising Connor. You know, Mm -hmm. is to avoid you know is to avoid you know seeing people as stereotypes or seeing Mm -hmm. them like here's your skin color, so I'm going to assume this about you. But then if you if you if you call attention to it, mm-hmm. he's going to know about it that much sooner. And, and then, that, he, he well, that that was kind of a dilemma I had because the dude, the the wrestler who had the Hulk Mania shirt in, during the intermission, he came out and he was trying to sell the Hulk Mania shirt. It was a brand new Hulk shirt for five bucks, and I'm yeah. like, uh, I, I, want I wanted shirt. it. I wanted but the I don't Hulk want shirt. To show a bad message to my son. Yeah, but I'm like, and he's, but the, the guy who was coming out, he's like, you can write as a ra- you can write is a racist, you know. Or, like, you can write F Hulk Hogan on it. I don't care, man. It's five bucks. And it's like, I'm never going to wear it again. And I'm like, I'm never going to wear it in public. I mean, I but I fucking hate Hogan. And I'll get into, like, why I hate Hogan. You know, everyone who follows wrestling should know. Yeah. And I thought about it. It's like, well, for fuck, 
kiddo loves Hogan, you know, yeah. uh, because Hogan's great at what he does, playing the whole Hogan character, mm-hmm. and that's just a likable character, especially for kids. So, and I thought about getting it for Connor, just it would be oversized, but as a sleep shirt. But then, then I'm like. I don't want him wearing a fucking Hulkamania Not right shirt. now, anyway. No, I mean, it's just like, I, I don't even want to spend five bucks. He ended up, like, uh, selling it to someone else, but... Some real He's, old guy. Yeah, some old, I, I was yeah. torn because I'm like, but... <sighs> they have a fucking Warrior Award that they gave to a kid who was sick and died of brain cancer. Mm-hmm. The Ooh. fucking shit that Warrior has said over the years. Holy Christ. The warrior was a but terrible person. A terrible person. He was... I'm sorry, you know, I'm I'm not a fucking doctor, but that dude was mentally ill. Yep. There's no fucking doubt in mind that he had severe mental illness. And, and he's way more racist than homophobic. Way more racist, way more homophobic. I mean, just, like, some of the shit that he posted on his goddamn blog, which back, like, in the, the 90s, like, when he had his website up, was fucking amazing. Because you were just reading, like, just... You, anyone who's seen an Ultimate Warrior interview... That's what his blog posts were like. Mm-hmm. It was that level of intensity. Yeah, that's insane. Run on sentences of mm-hmm. destruction and destruction and all in caps. Just that yeah. dude was fucking insane. Yeah. And now that he's like regarded as this, yeah, great human. And Ric Flair's a piece of shit. Oh yeah, Ric Flair is Jake a- the Snake. Yeah, well, is like this positive role model now. But he is, you know, he he yes he made he made some. Positive life choices, but I guarantee he is. You know, he, I guarantee he's incredibly racist. Yeah, the, the, he's, he's got to be. He's Jake the Snake. Yeah, the part of like uh, Beyond the Mat where he's trying to reconcile with his daughter is just heartbreaking, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Because he was at like at a point. I mean, this is like this is a, a documentary. It follows. Uh, Terry Funk, uh, Jake the Snake, and Mick Foley. It's from like '97 too. '97, yeah, '97, '96, Beyond the Mat, Beyond the Mat, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it shows him at one point like smoking crack in his hotel room before meeting his daughter. Who he's, yeah. If you've ever seen the movie The Wrestler, yeah, a lot of like that whole like relationship with. Uh, Mickey Rourke and his daughters mm-hmm. felt like that Jake the Snake. Well, that character was heavily influenced by Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just uh, that's a great doc- that's a great movie if you haven't good seen double it. good depressing double feature. Yeah, Beyond you the Mat. Watch those two. Yeah. yeah, Beyond the Mat is actually like I think uh, that's the one where it shows uh, Foley's wife and his uh, yeah, two yeah. kids, Dewey and Noel. Noel. Uh, yeah, like ringside when the rock hit him like fucking sixteen times in the head with a damn chair, and you can see like the look of horror on his kids and his wife's face. And it wasn't until like he he talks about how like when he saw the footage from the documentary of that he suddenly that's when the light bulb went off that he realized what he was putting his family through and he was going to retire. After yeah. That. He, well, and I mean, then he retired six times after that. Yeah, because <laughs> no wrestler retires. Yeah, yeah. like I think, well, like pretty Rick, sure Terry Funk is still wrestling. Like Ric Flair has pretty much beaten every wife he's ever had. Yeah, I mean, well, he's shit. still in the Hall of Fame. Though. Stone Cold. Twice. Yeah, Stone, Stone Cold has Stone Cold is a wife two TV theater. shows yeah. and, and a high ra- and a high rated podcast and is a national treasure. Uh, but yeah, he beat his wife. Yeah, yeah. And, and shit like. People like Kevin Dunn and I mean countless other people who are just pieces. Well, fucking Vince McMahon was so homophobic and hated gay people except for Pat Patterson so much that it caused Chris Canning to kill himself because he lost his job from that. And like he said, all the anguish and like 
shit that he caught from being gay caused him to kill himself. Yeah. yeah. That's really, that's sad when you hear about stuff like that. Uh, like, uh, uh, Billy, the Blue Ranger, mm-hmm. um, a few years oh, yeah. ago, he started talking about, like, how he was just constantly bullied by the... Everybody. The, by everybody, pretty much. I think it was, like, everybody except the other actors, who I think that were all cool with yeah. them. But most of the people, like, production and crew and stuff like that. Yeah, just, it, yeah. pretty much the Rangers were fine with him. Yeah. And, like, the people that acted with him were fine. I feel like the Red Ranger was probably a dick to him. I feel like the Red I, Ranger's a dick. I, I get the sense that, yeah, Austin St. John is probably kind of a, a, an a-hole, but I don't know. Yeah, because... I know there's a lot of beef just, between he, him he and Jason David Frank. Yeah. That, like, there's beef between the Red Ranger and Green Ranger. Mm. Like, legitimate beef, but I, I don't... They never really talk about it. it. Was it all over Kimberly? <laughs> probably. <laughs> but he's still really close with, like... Um... Walter, whatever his name Walter Jones? Yeah. yeah. his name? Black Ranger. Yeah. Racist. Um, it's funny. Uh, my uh, uh, cousin uh, Amy, who shares the same last name as me, mm-hmm. um, used to work at uh, was it like the Discovery Zones or something? The mm-hmm. things that were kind of like Chuck E. Cheese's, yeah, but not. But it was like just the big ball pits. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it was like Chuck E. Cheese's, except with play ro- uh, playgrounds instead of like robot animals. Yeah. But um, like she like had no idea. She didn't really know about Power Rangers, but they would have, like, Power Ranger parties and stuff mm-hmm. like that at the place, because, you know, that was big back then. I remember when they were advertising this. And they... My uncle's name is David. Oh, nice. So, people, w- like, would find out her last name. It's like, oh, Amy Yost. Are, do you know... Are you related to David Yost? And she'd be like, yeah, he's my dad. And they'd be like... No, he's not. You know, it's just like completely. She had no clue that right. David Yost was an oh, actor. I think I know who my dad is. Yeah, so that baffled her for about like uh, several months, I think, before she finally got <laughs> clued in. But oh man, yeah, the world is messed up. No one is. No one is. No one's an angel. No. Like, well, Hogan is a complete piece of shit human being for many reasons, and. The, the fact that he's just a constant attention whore, would refuse to let other people go over him, um, constantly promoting himself and trying to cling back into the spotlight, basically keeping other people down. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what fucking happened with his ego in not only WCW, but TNA. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, he's... And yeah, you want to stay on top, you want to be famous, but he's a dude who was so goddamn big that he didn't need to do all yeah. that shit that he did to other to keep other people down. And again, it, it's uh, you know, I, I I still think that him inducting Macho Man into the Hall of Fame was a giant fuck you to Randy Savage. Uh, that well, dude had no goddamn right inducting him in. No, it should have been Randy's brother. Mm-hmm. Well, but, we got to read his poem. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's just what it is It is what it is I, I, I hate Hogan as a person And this is the whole thing Like Before this happened, like the whole Gawker lawsuit I was like, is there a way where both people can lose And be miserable? Because I, I do because, Gawker Yeah, fuck both of these people I, And I'm like, I want Hogan to win the suit But I also want him to be miserable yeah, but As soon as he gets the money, it like know. vanishes Or something like that uh, But uh, it's no one, no one, no. Everyone's got shit that when it, if it came out, they would get in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Every single person in oh, the yeah. world. 
Yeah. You know, ourselves included probably have some oh, weird yeah. shit that we've would We've had some private conversations that I definitely don't want in public just because we're making jokes and we're, you know, we know what we're talking, you know. Yeah. Even, I'm sure if, if we ever got super famous, some of these podcasts we recorded would come back to haunt Oh, us. yeah, I'm sure. This podcast might come back to haunt probably. us one day. Yeah. You know, because we're basically kind of supporting Hulk Hogan. We Well, I mean, again, it's I'm totally fine with Hogan being fired. Yeah, I totally understand pulling his shit from the merchandise. Yes, I'm totally cool with that. I think that you know, yep, you shouldn't be involved with the WWE for a while. And that's kind of one of those but, things. It's like, why would you even fucking think that? Yeah, like, but scrubbing him completely. Yeah. The fact that they're they gave t- him the Benoit treatment. Yeah, they took his cartoon, you know, his shitty ass cartoon uh, show from the '80s off the network. His Beyond the Ring special has gone yeah. off the network. And it's like, yeah, what he did was shitty, and you should probably shouldn't do business with him forward. But there's no way you can like erase that history, you know. He's, he's so much a part of wrestling that you can't just have him like you can't. Think just, of how hard it is to scrub Benoit. Yeah, and he wasn't nearly the star that Hogan was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it's <sighs> fire, fire him, get him off TV. You know, don't, don't have him on interviews. Don't ever pay him another dime. Yeah. But, but you have to, you know, like what he did for the business is important. Yeah, and for the people who bought fucking WW WWE two K fifteen, yeah, let them download the goddamn Hogan, you know, skin yeah, packs that they bought. Sure, if you want to take it off the marketplace, I'm cool with that. But if they already bought it, let them goddamn download. Yeah, they'll it. be back though, because a- anytime any celebrity has a, has something like this, three years later, yeah, we'll fucking about Mel Gibson it. isn't. Ever going to be where he was? But yeah, he still makes. I mean, movies. Paula Dean still sells cookbooks and shit like that, and she mm-hmm. has restaurants. You know, it's it's a shitty thing that he said. I do not deny that, but at the same time, don't scrub the history. And it's like you know, fucking Donald Trump is saying fucking horrific things, and mm-hmm. he's like, people are like sucking his dick. I don't get it, man. I don't fucking get it, dude. It's insane. I mean, there's no way he's going to win the primary. Yeah. I mean, it's... But the fact that he's even getting to the point... I think uh, the getting to the point where, like, he might be in the debates is insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that dude should not be... And here's be. the thing. If he doesn't get the Republican nod, which I don't think he will, just lack of experience more than anything, mm-hmm. he's going to run third party. And yeah. He's going to fuck the election. He up. doesn't have enough money to run third party. There's no fucking way. You don't think? He all his. It, it, you don't it, think he doesn't have like, enough liquid assets. That's the thing. No one's giving money to his campaign, so he doesn't have cash. But like he has, but like, and you never put your own money into but it. But don't yeah. you feel like the way he's saying this shit, so he's gonna get support, so he'll be able to run third party? Or do you think he's just? Saying I don't this think shit? He, he 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 financially is gonna be able. But I'm to. saying like you know some of the extreme like I think he'd want to the extreme like. Extreme right wing, where they like are on their own wavelength. Where even oh, yeah. like the right wing, I mean, are like the Trump's a birther. I mean, Trump's been like parting, palling up with uh, Sheriff Joe down in fucking uh, Arizona, like uh, beating the uh, birth certificate drone. That's what I'm saying. Don't you think some of the crazy like Tea Party people are gonna? Oh yeah, well that's why he's like leading in the polls right now. But the thing is, is once like the problem, is, it's like what sixteen people running for yeah, president, and there's board? like a new person every fucking day. yeah. So You're the gonna problem get is down. that when you when you get those polls, what you you're seeing is you're seeing that split among the Republican people. Candidate thing right now reminds me of the NWO 
where like every <laughs> week another limo would pull out and thirteen more guys, which I was like, when the fuck did he join the NWO? Yeah. Who is Reese? Why is like, Reese all of a sudden? Virgil is running for president. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, Vincent. Okay, sorry. I, I honestly think it's a publicity stunt. You know, it's just something yeah, for him to do. You know, and if he, oh, he's yeah. probably it's, like, it's if for I, his ego. If, if I get, if I get elected president, awesome. If not, people are talking about. There's it. no chance in hell. But, but I feel like the Democrats could bring out a dog with two legs, <laughs> and that dog would fucking win. You don't think that would be the like star power? Is of it like that dog that can walk on its two like hind legs? <laughs> you know, it's just like got nubs at the front, and it just runs around like a. I, well, I've seen even that worse. dog's fucking awesome. I've seen even worse, like weirder. Uh, there was on on Queen Latifah's talk show at work mm-hmm. the other day. They had a dog where it only had the front legs. And it was walking. So with it looked hands. like the the uh, it looked like the graboids from Tremors two, like when like when they burst out and like are the running graboids. It, yeah. it walked like that. Oh, it was so fucked up, I and was, I didn't like looking at it. I think like if they do, oh, like I don't know enough about politics to be talking about this, but like if they do nominate him, it's like this is the Republican candidate. The Democrats are like we don't have to fucking show up, guys. I don't know. It's it's like I could see the American public doing it just because you know, like kind of like Arnold winning exactly, in California like, or Jesse Ventura winning in Minnesota. He's a, he's a celebrity, and there are a lot of people who would be like, "Fuck it, he's famous." You know, there yeah. are people. And, who well, that's it. that's kind of well, that's like, the problem with the democracy in general. So my wife is like. I'd vote for him because he's saying the shit that needs to be said. I'm like, yeah, but if he doesn't do the shit that needs to be done, who gives a fuck? And that's the thing. It's the shit. Can you imagine him like fucking dealing with other countries? God, we would get holy Christ. Shot. They would invade just to fucking kill him. God damn, the nukes would be in sky in the sky like before inauguration day is finished. <sighs> it's that dude's a goddamn nut. The thing is, is that like. After this whole run, though, I mean, he, he's lost a shit ton of money. He's lost his apprentice deal. He the Miss America pageant shit. Like everyone's basically dropping that. Well, he, um, he had like two or three TV other TV production. Well, one of his are shows gone. is coming back, and he's getting paid two hundred ten million dollars for that. <sighs> what? Which I one? forget which one. Just like the Duck Dynasty thing, man. Duck Dynasty got a lot of negative popular negative attention, but they know that there's still mm-hmm. a market for it, so that's why they kept it on the air. It's ratings, man. And there are people who support him, so they're yes, they canceled a lot of his shit, but then other people are like, well... And like, one of your primary sponsors is the Bass Pro Shop. They don't give a fuck if you're racist. <laughs> yeah, they're the yeah. Bass Pro you, Shop. You can be racist and fish. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the, the whole thing is, like, with Duck Dynasty, their fucking audience isn't the type of people who are gonna give a shit. About yeah, because he was saying shit against... The minority of fucking atheists yeah. who aren't watching Duck Dynasty. Well, he, yeah. he also said a few things about like how uh, black people under Jim Crow were, ha- you know, were, oh, were yeah. upset. But yeah, and it just ignorant, dumb, old hillbilly shit. Yeah, you know, it's like. But with yeah. Yeah, with that and with Hogan, think of so- everybody. Think of somebody in your in your family that is racist. Oh yeah, and <laughs> a vast you, you, majority of. Both sides of my family yeah. are because everybody old, has family that's racist. Yeah. Old Southern people. I well, here's the thing. I have what, old shit. Southern people of all races are racist, and then you you always write it off because as they all went through shit. I have an aunt that was like you know like raised in Upper Michigan, and like one of the things that she would say to her to my cousins when they were young and they were leaving shit on the floor. 
you know, pick that up, I'm not your fucking nigger. Wow. Yeah, wow. and I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know, that's like, and even like, when I heard that, like when I was a teenager, I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, I mean, Mary, what the hell? Yeah, this is there's fucking bigots and rednecks everywhere. It's not just the South. Yeah, and no, yeah. and no, and most of these people that have that member of their family isn't. They're not going to write off that family member. They're just going to say, "That's my racist aunt." Yeah, you know, and then go 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 along with it because you know they're I not going to. Yeah, my wife and I are kind of the black sheeps of our family because we're like extremely liberal in our views, like not necessarily in all politics, but like. The way we view people and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. <sighs> so yeah, it, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, and it's it's more so in the in the previous. And I guess generations. that's why the Hogan thing didn't shock me. I because the family I'm like, fucking hurt so much worse than that. Yeah, it's sad, man. I went to high school in Amherst County. I heard worse than that on daily. I I was talking about the Hogan thing tonight at work with uh, two people. Um, and one of them was we were talking about the Hogan thing and I was explaining to them what was said mm-hmm. and stuff like that and you know going on but of course one of them who's let's say a trashy person right um, when is that going to become offensive saying white trash nah it probably isn't never because white yeah well, because white people weren't enslaved for. But that years. would offend me. Like that's mm. the one thing. If I was called trash, I'd be offended. If someone it's called me white trash, thing. oh motherfucker! See, if so, I mean, it's the trash thing. I don't give yeah. a fuck if someone calls me white trash or whatever goddamn color. But like, you, I've never heard someone say it's fucking black trash over there. Yeah. Well, now they use another word for that, right? Like, or Hispanic yeah, trash, yeah. and they use a word for that too, right? Yeah. But I'm saying like white trash is like it's just like one thing. It's like motherfucker, no, I'm not. Yeah. I can show you white trash, and I do not fit into that mm. demographic, sir. But yeah, anyways, to this person at work started up like I'm not ra- you know I'm not racist, but which is always going I'm to be not followed, going by, to be followed by it's like here's some racist shit. You know, prepare yourself. You know what? You know, yeah, what he said was bad, but you know, black people say the horrible shit to like worse shit to white people all the time. I'm like, no, they don't. There's, no, the, they, there's no fucking say. word you can say to a white person that's worse than, you know... That's it. Like, yeah. if you say... If you called me trash, that's not cutting me to the core and, like, bringing, like, like the thoughts of what it was like. Like, that's just, like, it's, me being offended because I don't fit that demographic. Yeah, if I called you trash, it'd be the same as me calling you an asshole. Yeah. If yeah. someone called me a cracker, you know, I, I would be amused I'd be just like, okay. by, like, okay, dude... I, it's, but yeah, of course, uh, yeah, of course. I'm not racist, but n- if you ever start a sentence with that phrase, stop talking. I agree that because like, it's always going to sound racist. I agree though that like, if you're a minority, you shouldn't just be able to allow to say whatever the fuck you want about everybody else. You should still have respect for no, everybody. No, be just a fucking human being. Yeah, you be know? respectful and like, don't be shitty. Like, yeah, but like, and let's be white honest, people. Don't have that the history where you can like yeah that's the difference you know and here's the thing the white people in my family are and have been poor since they fucking sprung up out of the ground like that's just how it is but they and they probably were like indentured servants and shit to come over here because Mm -hmm. they were so poor there's no way unless they 
stowed away on a boat, there's no way they ever could have came over here. Mm-hmm. But being an indentured servant and being a slave is completely oh, yeah. different thing. And that's the thing. You'll get, like, you know, the, the, the people who start saying, well, the Irish were practically slaves, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, they weren't... It wasn't chattel slavery. Yeah. You know, The they, Jews were fucking slaves in Egypt. Eh, that didn't necessarily happen. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, sorry <laughs> to... I don't know, anyone's bubble, but the there's biblical no biblical version. Yeah, the biblical yeah version of it. Yes, yeah. In actual history, that didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> neither did the Red Sea part. But yeah, it, it's um, and there's been slavery all over the world and different people, mm-hmm. but it was never to that extent. Yeah, I mean there was some, like the shit that like the Huns and shit did to people was pretty mm-hmm. fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It's and, and again, it, it, it but they were in those cases it, too. Like in his, a, lot, a lot of historical cases of slavery, it wasn't so much because you were a race. It was because you, you went tribe. into debt, or you were captured, you know, in a war warring tribe. Or yeah, or it, it wasn't because you had dark skin. And people, no, didn't, you could look exactly yeah. like those fuckers, but you weren't in their tribe. So guess mm-hmm. what? Yeah. Yep. And, and that you weren't in their tribe. That's all it was. And, like, you'll get people who flip the shit out about the term white privilege without understanding what it means. And, yeah, there's a such a thing as you won't get, if you're a white person, you're not going to get pulled over a cop by a cop because of the color of your skin. Yeah. You're not going to have an employer reject you your application do, because you have a name like Tyrone. All you have to do is watch fucking cops to see, and that show's fucking edited and yeah. selective and staged a lot, but, mm-hmm. like... If that doesn't prove, like... Because, like, we were watching one, and there's just a black guy parked on the side of the road just in his SUV. And, like, we're watching him, like... He's not smoking... Like, he wasn't smoking a cigarette, so he couldn't think he's smoking weed. Mm-hmm. He didn't have, like, beer. I'm like, if we were just driving past that dude, I'd be like, he just pulled over. He's probably waiting for somebody, or... Yeah, or he's checking a map, or... or yeah, or he's just... Or he wanted to text somebody, or any yeah. number of things. I wouldn't have thought anything shady... And of course the cop gets out What are you doing over here? Well I need to look in your car And I'm like what the fuck? I heard this story I don't know if it's true or not But uh, apparently uh, a friend of my former cousin-in-law um, Who was like big into like RPGs But he was like he was specifically like Vampire the Masquerade mm-hmm. And shit like that And uh, he uh, got pulled over by a cop and a film crew for I think it was like the the true stories of the Highway Patrol, which was a cops esque show mm-hmm. that I don't think is still on, but lasted for a couple years. But uh, he got pulled over, and the, they had like all this D and D stuff like in the back, or like you know vampire and masquerade shit, like RPG stuff. And because of course the camera crew was there, the cop was basically going like saying it's like. Are, are you in a cult? You know, is have you been like brainwashed by the the Satanists? You know, we you know you, you basically all this like weird like just creepy shit to the point where I I and again I don't know if this is true, but I heard that the guy like successfully sued the production company nice. or something because they were basically harassing him nice. because he had fucking RPG books in his goddamn car. That makes me think of that. So, yeah, black people and RPG players both need to watch out for. That makes me think of that guy in Trekkies. Remember yeah, he, he, he was batlet. talking about he got pulled over yeah. by a, a cop and he had a, a Klingon batlet in his <laughs> back window and he's like, "What's this? That's my Klingon sword. My cat's a Klingon." <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh god, I know we brought it up probably like dozens of times over the years, but if you have not seen Trekkies and Trekkies too, track it. Even down. if you don't like Star Trek, it's, those it's, were on it's, Amazon it's, for a while. It's, it's, or not Amazon. They're on Netflix, Netflix not too long yeah. ago, and they've come and gone from there. Yeah, I'm sure you can uh, just torrent the shit, man. Yeah, you gotta like it's probably <laughs> on Daily Motion or something. Probably it's probably yeah. on YouTube, honestly. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, they even if you don't like Star Trek, Trekkies and Trekkies two are worth the watch just Amazing. so you can be like, what the fuck. Yeah. And also be like, alright, they're happy. Kind of like the Bronies documentary. I don't give two shits about My Little Pony, but that was an interesting documentary. Yeah. I, I love like those kind of documentaries about like people who are just really into niche fandoms mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like uh, Monster Camp and Darkon mm-hmm. Dark are both documentaries about LARPers, which are amazing. One of them's more depressing than the other. Yeah, Darkon's way more like it was such a because the whole story is following like this underdog guy that you want to win, even though he's going into like a ridiculous strategic situation that he's playing it in character. Yeah. So his like character is basically like uh, starting this rebellion against this like alliance that's huge and has all this territory. So it's basically it's just like a kind of fuck you, you know, we're free men, so his army is like revolting against him. He wants it to be Braveheart. Yeah, and he's so and he he's kind of got like a crap sack life and Mm -hmm. it's He's got a, you know, he's got a family, but it's just you. You get the idea. He has a job he doesn't like, right? And the the LARPing is kind of where he gets to be the person he wants to be, right? But then, and it also uh, follows the other guy who's like the leader of like the big giant empire type thing, and he's a dude with like a pretty decent white collar job who seems to be really happy and put together. So it's like King of Kong. So you, it's like King of Kong, except where the dude just like no, he just gets curb stomped at the end and uh, loses but I mean it's it's King a great dog is fucking hypnotic Oh, uh, that's. I was watching King of Kong again the other day, and it's still just as good. It's such a great documentary, and I hate the fact that it's bullshit. It's I not wish. The I truth, wish it's not what happened. I wish I never found that out. Yeah, because it made the movie better, knowing in my head that that you know that Steve Weeby was an underdog and Billy yeah. Billy Mitchell, Mitchell was a fucking asshole, yeah. and now I realize and that Billy Mitchell fair, is a great guy. Well, Billy Mitchell is an asshole. He's an arrogant prick. But the thing is that he's, he's a dude who can back that up with his little niche skill set, yeah. you know? He's an elitist, but he's an accomplished... Yeah, elitist. and I mean... And I, he's not a cheat, like, the documentary made it out to be, like, yeah, he was a cheat. Yeah, no, that was... And the documentary also completely erased, like, a dude who held the record for a long time, so it looked like Billy Mitchell, as soon as, like, his record was threatened... Like he pulled out all these stops to sabotage the I guy. I just like that, like that. Billy bullshit. Mitchell was so concerned, but like he didn't even show up for anything. That's because he wasn't really concerned. No, know, dude, he he's got like a fucking like you know uh, hot sauce business, and you know he he doesn't. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. They played it up like it was this arch rivalry when like the Billy even Mitchell didn't give Billy Mitchell probably didn't really even know the guy. He didn't well, know. They him. had like a. They, I think they had like a friendly competition, and he kind of like they were vaguely friendly with each other, like a, as acquaintances. He's a super competitive guy. Yeah, and also keep in mind that a lot of the people that like the little inner circle he has, those are people he's been friends with since the eighties. Yeah, those are all other people who are like you know world record holders in arcade games that he's been like. The one guy I always feel sorry for is the guy he's kind of fat he's got long black hair and oh yeah the mullet and he's got all the like lizards in his goddamn and his trailer his house looks like it's he was like fucking 80s yeah he was like a Mr. Do champion or something yeah. like that yeah 
but like, <laughs> he hasn't changed a fucking thing in his house since the eighties. Yeah, it's crazy, man. He, I like that other documentary that followed Chasing Ghosts. That was good. That was a. Um, it wasn't nearly as entertaining, but no. it felt more real. No, I mean it, it wasn't. It didn't like build up like this whole epic no, underdog there wasn't story. Like a but you get to see a lot of the same people you saw in King of Kong. It was um, a very good. Like double feature Yeah yeah Because then you can see like Okay this is kind of more of a Balanced perspective And fuck that people. one guy Mr. Whatever Mr. Mr. Awesome, awesome. The I want more guy. Mr. Awesome I need to see more of that fucker um, uh, That comic book Like makes me laugh out loud Every time Like when this whole Like when With this Like the King of Kong came out I started researching Some of this stuff And I, I I'm like What the fuck is with this Mr. Awesome dude And I looked up And like a big part Of the reason why Like he, they didn't Accept his Missile Command score And shit like that Is because he had Like kind of a sketchy history Right But that dude Like I I went and I Went to the Twin Galaxies Like forum mm-hmm. And like where People like Walter Day And like all the big people Actually post Nice And that That Mr. Awesome Guy was just an amazing fucking cunt nice. to other people online. Like, just like, basically, troll. Nah. You know? So, and I'm like, yeah, it's no fucking wonder they don't want to have anything to do with you, you asshole. Yeah. It's because you fucking harass them online constantly. Yeah. So, oh man, it was a trip. It was a trip. God damn those documentaries. Yeah, good stuff, man. I just still need to watch that uh, Searching for General So. Oh, yeah. Uh, so good. That's, the, uh, yeah. it's the same level of like, oh god, this is happening. See, I want to I want to do that. I want to watch that and then I want to watch Jiro Dreams of Sushi before because that's leaving this month. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's really it's just I love like documentaries where they have slow motion cooking stuff, mm-hmm. you know? It's just I love that. And documentaries like, about shit that I shouldn't care about. Mm-hmm. Those are great. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, but it was. It was like uh Dr. Brommer's Magic Soapbox or something like that. Mhm. Uh, it was a documentary about like the like Brommer's soap company or something oh, like yeah. that. That like if you look at the label, it has like all this like crazy weird like uh, like space sh- sh- UFO cult like world peace type nonsense mm-hmm. like uh, all on the label, and it just goes into the history of the dude who is like this crazy like ex psychiatric patient who. Like founded the soap company mm-hmm. and claimed to have like the secret for world peace and believed in all this insane bullshit. And it, it the guy's passed away, but it's mainly focuses on his son who still works with the company. Oh, nice. And the son is like this dude. You know, he, he's telling the stories, but he's like the most insanely charismatic. Like, and not like you know, good looking. Charismatic's not the, the word. Like. Well, you can be amicable, right? Like he's a dude. Like it shows him like where he's going, and he'll just go and he'll talk to people. Like while he's like he'll do, he does like little uh, like spoken word things where he mm-hmm. talks about his dad, like okay. his family growing up. But he'd go and he'd meet random people, and it showed him like meeting like someone, and like he just met this dude in like the lobby of a hotel. And, like, the dude had a guitar, and so he starts striking up a conversation with him. And then before you know it, he's, like, like they've gone back, and they're, like, hanging out in the room, and, like, the dude's jamming on his guitar. And the dude is telling him, like, his whole life story and stuff about, like, his lost loves. And, like, this, like, weird, deep conversation that, like, these are complete strangers, but this dude just is so social. 
and outgoing and like makes other people comfortable. It's kind of amazing that this dude has this weird awesome. power. And he's a cool dude. He's a he like I think he like met like some random woman and started talking about their life story and she started like opening up that like yeah, I'm going through some hard stuff and he ended up like he gave her like a fucking like shit ton of cash wow. and stuff. So kind of, I would like to see a documentary about what's his name James O'Barr the crow guy. Mm. If he wasn't so fucking, I mean, he has reason to be. He has, he he's had a so lot of addiction problems over the fucked. years, and he had, he had a like, fucked up life, right? Yeah, like that would make a great documentary. Yeah, the crow was for those who don't know, it was a kind of thera- therapy for him dealing with the fact that his fiance had like been killed by yeah, a drunk driver, drunk driver. and uh, the crow was kind of like his. How he his got release. that out, mm-hmm. and it didn't really help because he, uh, he's had a lot of. I've been told that he had a, a heroin problem for a while. Well, if you ever watch the special feature on the Crow Blu-ray or it's heartbreaking DVD, where it's yeah. just like him staring at the paper while he's drawing and like telling the story, it's like it's, it's, uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's just oh my god. Well, I don't need to watch that. I don't think. Yeah. But like, it's fascinating. Like the story's like. You feel so bad for him, and like and this is one of the things that going back to wrestling, mm-hmm. um, like NXT has been doing this like lately, like with the whole Finn Balor thing, where mm-hmm. uh, Finn Balor was getting his push against Kevin Owens. This is leading up to uh, Beast in the East in Tokyo, and they had like a three part documentary they did over the course of a couple weeks on NXT just about Finn Balor and his history and mm-hmm. coming up. And, like, after the end of that, I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking into Finn Balor just because I got to see him as a person. Mm-hmm. And it's like when that uh, ESPN... Uh, the Adam oh, Rose God. thing? The Adam Rose thing, man. With his son? Yeah, the, like... And then Xavier Woods is, like, getting his uh, doctorate. And oh, he, he, I think he got his PhD. Okay. Yeah, I think he has got uh, gotten it. Um, but yeah, he have something to fall back on yeah, when they release him in a couple of years. They had what was Adam Rose's son? He had a condition where it's like like they stomach had to feed or something. Him through a tube because yeah. his intestines or a stomach or something. Yeah, I think part him. of his intestines like were were kind of coming out mm-hmm. of him when he was born, and they had to do surgery. But it's this, this cute little like four year old, five year old kid, and they have to feed him with like a giant fucking turkey baster, you know and. Yeah, it's like you, you see Adam Rose's douchebag, like party dude, and now he's and he's just a great dad who loves his kids. Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit, dude! Every time I saw Adam Rose on the TV, I'm like into him, even if his gimmick sucks right now, because mm-hmm. so, you know who he is. You yeah, get, you get you can connect with him more. And that's the thing that I think that uh, like you know when you whenever you see those like documentaries of like a retired wrestler. And you see, like, their history and stuff like that. I Honestly, I think that's how WWE should be focusing on getting people over. Because the the Finn Balor thing was just like that. Mm-hmm. Sold well, they me on the dude. I mean, that's Adam why Rose. Daniel Bryan is so over. Because, yes, he's a great wrestler. But him on Total Divas is a big help mm-hmm. for that. Because you get to see him as a person. And all the shit he has to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> that's what got Tyson Kidd over, too. I mean, he's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. But and the Usos. I mean... Mm-hmm. Just one of the Usos, uh, the Usos being on Total Divas, you see him as a person. And, and that's since the then, they're pushing. They wanted to do that. And yeah. now they're talking about they want to do a Total Divas, but just about male wrestlers following like four or five. Great. Just I would be men. cool with that, but I just I don't want them to. In that they and it's going to end, end, not... end up being Sheamus, Cena, uh, Randy Orton, people. I don't give two. Well, I would prefer it to be a, in a more serious manner, like the ESPN thing. Mm-hmm. But I know it'll end up being like the real world. You but, know, it'll like, be more entertainment. But it needs to be guys that need that spotlight. Yeah, yeah. 
the the people who need like Brian is over, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, well, his career's he's over. Like, too. No, no, I mean he's like, over as in he's po- already popular. Like Kevin Owens and and his career's not over. He's coming back. Oh, is he? Fuck you. Okay, um, he's, I'm gonna believe. And like yeah. <laughs> a Cesaro or like people who mm. we give a shit about Dolph Ziggler. That uh, at the same time, all those people are already over to an yeah. extent. You give it to the underdogs. Cesaro, I think, is going to be getting a good strong push right now. Yeah, they're over, but they're not over. Over, but they, that could be. They're over with wrestling fans. They're not over with the mainstream. Yeah, raw and that's audience. the thing. You put them on that, and let. But that's not going to matter until WWE I releases Cena and Orton. And I want to show about like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as next door neighbors, <laughs> and Kevin Owens just constantly fucking over Sami Zayn. He's kind of like uh, Pete from the Goof Troop. Yeah, <laughs> Sami Zayn should should be on, uh, one of the focuses on there. Yeah, I like that guy. I love dude, Sami Zayn's a cool dude, man. He's uh, it's God. I, I he's going to be really for a upset. While. I was watching NXT at work. And uh, Enzo Mori and Big Cass were not on this episode of NXT. Yeah, yeah. I was that, really upset about that. I am glad that the VOD villains are uh, getting kind of frequent matches again, and I, I kind of hope that they... Because uh, they kind of pushed them to the curb for a while. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Did one of them get injured or something? Uh, one of them married one of Eddie Guerrero's daughters. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's probably just... Gotch, right? Yeah. Yeah, Gotch married. It's yeah. probably just, like, honeymoon and I shit. think NXT's got too many people. And it's only an hour. Well, it's only an hour, and I think they're getting too many people, and WWE already has too well, many I think people. that's what... Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why I'm kind of wondering is, like, maybe it's time for a brand split again. Mm-hmm. You know? Or um, that'd be great. Or your brand split, or make more shows. You know, like, they have superstars on the network. They need to get rid of those pieces of shit and have, like, a second decent show that's a network exclusive. Yeah. Or two NXT shows. Yeah, but I I'd some of I the could guys do two, on the I could roster. do two hours of NXT, but at the same time, or even time, one two-hour show on NXT. It's a, since it's <laughs> yeah, only fifty-six but, minutes. But the thing is, is that I worry saturation is yeah, a bad thing. The wor- the thing I worry about is, is at, at certain point, when does that become the third hour of Raw where they're just scraping the bottom of the barrel? Yeah, you know, where that's what I'm kind of concerned about, and I kind of like it. It's yeah. like, oh, dude, I haven't seen the Vod Villains in a month. Fuck yeah. Which I, they still have one of my favorite uh, entrances ever, God, where it's like Albert a, comes out like with a fucking megaphone. It's just a genius gimmick. It's such a great gimmick. It's not. It would never work on on right. Raw though, and that's why I kind of love the NXT that they can get away with like that goofy shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah Tyler Breeze's gimmick will not work on Raw. I don't think. Like no. most of the people on NXT, their gimmicks won't work. That I think Tyler Breeze could pass. It could it could go up to Raw. He's just I, a like mix, Adam, he's a Rose a, Adam Rose didn't work when he yeah. came up. So I just think Tyler Breeze's gimmick is just a mix between Dolph Ziggler and uh, and and Johnny Mundo. What's his name? Oh, John. John Morrison. Yeah. John Morrison. It's a mix of those two. You know, it's kind yeah. of with a little bit of the Miz thrown in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of the old school Ric Flair. I don't know. Something needs to happen. Well, there needs to be less wrestlers. However, I like a lot of the wrestlers that are there. I want more of them to have time. But there there's not enough time see, even if they got There needs to be another fucking real competition is what there needs to be. Well, one thing they need to do is less stupid backstage horse shit and give guys longer in the ring. Instead of giving guys three-minute matches, give guys seven minutes. Less 20-minute authority, you know, promos, promos and like I at the beginning of the goddamn ma- Raw. I get that the main event should be like 20 minutes or so, mm. but like, there should be at least 
three ten minute matches on that damn show. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm 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 glad that, I, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the the whole diva revolution thing where they brought up. And I, I still out, think like, that diva should have their own show. Like, I would be cool with that, shows. dude. If if they have their own show, but still have them show up and like yeah, the matches but you could have like divas, but tag yeah, have an all divas division. Have it like basically just mix like the NXT and the the Raw, and things. have like tag titles. Yeah, and, like how Kevin Owens keeps showing up. There should be a women's tag uh, title uh, belt, yeah. in and my opinion. Like and how Kevin Owens keeps showing up on Raw, even though he's in NXT. No, right? he's not NXT anymore. No, he showed up on NXT on Wednesday. He's facing uh, Finn Balor for the rematch at uh, the right, Brooklyn but he's, he's not going to win. He's officially yeah. called up. Oh yeah, yeah. And I feel so bad because Sami Zayn, man, when he got that call up like a few weeks before, like he gets out and as he's going to the ring, like like pumping his arms, he ends up fucking up his shoulder. But still did the match and had a great match, you know. But it's like, God damn, that's gotta suck, dude. You finally get that, you know, the call up and you fuck up your shoulder. I love that. I love Sami Zayn, but I could see him getting Ziggler. He will. Yeah. Yeah. God, that the fucking Ziggler uh, Lana thing is that done with? No. Ziggler is filming a movie. Now? That's yeah. He's filming a movie and he's going to be probably out for a couple weeks. I'm just hoping that that whole thing goes away. Let's just pretend. It that seems like they're keeping it going without him there. Yeah, like saving it for him to admit he's gonna. He has he's no gonna come out like the week bef- of SummerSlam and save her or something. See, that's the thing, like man, like he has no chemistry with Lana at all. I had been hearing Lana that Dallas is joining the Wyatt family. That would be cool. I'd be. I, I want the Wyatt family. There needs to be more stables. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, why they broke up the Wyatt family? Because uh, they, for some reason, they thought that Harper and Rowan were ready to go. You need more stables. That's where how you get the wrestlers. You don't have time to put on TV. You give them airtime. Yeah. I mean, like Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, they would always be on Raw, and like they would interfere with Bray Wyatt's matches or something like that. And of course, and Eric Rowan had to go and get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And you would never, they, you know, they would, didn't wrestle that much, but you saw them. Yeah. You know, they were in your mind. They were relevant. yeah. Even if they don't have a match every show, you know, they show up, they beat someone up down a backstage or something like that, and you remember them. Yeah, it's there's just there's not a lot of stables around right now. I mean, you've got the authority's been dismantled recently, so you know most of them are out for a while. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it because frankly, that was that taking up way too much of the show. Yep. Yeah, closing arguments. Uh, I like wrestling. I like wrestling. Hogan, Hogan did a bad thing. Yeah, Hogan did a bad thing. Um, but they shouldn't erase Hulk Hogan's character. From Existence. WWE's history That's not the man That's a character Yeah Steven where can they find you On the internet I'm On Twitter At Finn Dingo And also Finn under, underscore Dingo And also on Instagram The same Eric I can be found on Twitter On Instagram now um, I don't post anything uh, Also Steam Nintendo Network ID Xbox Live PSN At Mr. Mixiaz Pitalik 123 that's M R M X Y Z P T L K, and also I can be heard on Radio D once again. Uh, Radio Detoid, uh, Destructoid.com. Check it out. The first new episode since it's been brought back after a uh, hiatus has not aired yet, but uh, it's me and uh, Philkin Seven or Mike Martin, who's the new Detoid community manager. Uh, he's the dude who's taken charge of uh, getting the podcasts up. 
Uh, so me, uh, Mike, and Connor are uh, shooting the shit, and uh, we should be doing new episodes of that uh, once a month from now on. Sweet. Ben? Uh, Mudkip5000 on Instagram. You can look at my turtle pictures. I'm on this podcast as well as Dispatches from the Weird, where we talk about other weird shit. And I think that's really about it. I do uh, YouTube.com slash Airport Road. I do some action figure reviews, and there's a bunch of our old videos on there and shit like that. Yeah, it's, you're my um, kiddo's possibly second or third favorite YouTube channel. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Weirdo Church for everything else related to it. Um, Aaron. This one's for you, Morph. Mm-hmm.